welcome to episode 415 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, Hi Sean. Ed. Hi, Ed. How are you? Okay, how are you, sir? I'm fine. <laughs> how was your week? Um, My week I mostly was uneventful. I mean, I did a couple things. Um, You know, I have lately been trying to keep like a, a list of maybe things I thought was maybe be somewhat interesting to talk about that I might have done. Um, if you, I, I guess we could start with your week, though. How was your week? You know, it's it's been an animated week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I was a lot of animation going on. Um, uh, I guess the first one would be uh, uh, wow. Um, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna actually start with the least probably the thing you didn't see, and then that way we'll, we'll work into what we both saw. Okay. You know, kind of things. I'm assuming you've probably seen the two things that I've seen this week. Uh, but there was a third one that I did. It was the finale of the Bad Batch on uh, Disney Plus uh, yeah, came out. So uh, I, I actually was a couple episodes behind uh, last weekend when we spoke, and I was like, "Ooh!" So Monday I actually caught up, and then Friday I, I caught the last episode. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed that uh, series a lot. Um, you know, I can't wait for the next series, you know, season two to come because they left it open that it could happen. Have you know another season? Um, right. so it was really good that way. And, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just kind of the fall of the, the Republic and the, you know, start of the empire, like that kind of transition, uh, okay. uh, you know, kind of thing. So you got to kind of get to see what happens, but to the clone wars and the, um, you know, uh, um, uh, when, when, uh, Anakin becomes Darth Vader and, you know, I mean that, that, none of that's in there, uh, kind of thing, but the, the, like you know how how they you know how we had to get from clone troopers to stormtroopers it's like kind of like the right. the changeover but then this how this group is uh in there order six, and order 66 right after order 66 and what what happens to them and you know that kind of thing and that we always there are little adventures as they go and there's an, another there's just a, there's another member of the group the, another clone that that's a part of the group and all and it's and she's a little girl and makes it interesting you know so it's uh uh, kind of fam- family friendly, but it was still a little bit of a storyline, like a, some some dark storylines there, just not as as deep as say like uh, um, Rebels or, or uh, Clone Wars. But it was getting there, you know. And I think maybe season two will kind of do that because generally they do that. I think for the first season, it's kind of light, you know. It's like, oh wow, it's great Star Wars, you know. Like, you're all excited, and then all of a sudden they right, begin to these. Gotta introduce you to the characters, see what the dynamics are. Right, exactly. All like like chummy and friends before you tear them apart. Exactly. Before you give them their deep, dark secrets, you know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but I highly recommend it. Anybody who has Disney Plus or is a Star Wars fan, you know, it's uh, definitely something I would uh, uh, recommend watching. It, it was, it was it's, a, it's a hoot, <laughs> as the kids used to say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but then, of course, uh, I went on with Disney Plus and I watched uh, What If. The first What epi- If episode dropped this week. As the kids now say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I got a question. Yeah. What date did it drop on? Because I, I, I want to say I saw it Wednesday, but I don't know if it's if it airs on Wednesday. I saw I saw it drop on Thursday. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. My, I, I was off from work when we watched this. They said I watched it like for lunch. Um, and I was it was Wednesday because I'm off on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I was like, oh, they put what if on? Like, oh, and we watched it. So, so what you think? I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, you know, I always like these these one-off stories. They're always fun. Um, 
it, 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 you know, it was it, it's it's a good series, you know. And I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed at all. I mean, there might be stories I won't like, you know, at one point in right. time, but I mean, this story was really good because I mean, it really shows like here, you know, like we we've gone through a decade of of Marvel Cinematic Universe, but what if this happened? <laughs> yeah, like, right. I, I think this, I think the show is going to center around the characters that people have already known throughout the MCU. They're not going to pull out like a <clears throat> like oh what if you know what if Silver Surfer wasn't the Herald of Galactus? They're not going to do anything like that. <laughs> I don't think they are. <laughs> you know what? What if Peter Quill was the Silver Surfer or something like that? Right. <laughs> you know. Already know, and they're probably like mishmash. Like, I know there's the one where T'Challa is actually Star Lord. So, how does that affect the Guardians of the Galaxy? Which is, I'm interested in that, sure. But this one was, what if Peggy Carter was Captain Carter, right? So to speak. Which to me, why didn't they just call her? Um, what's the um, what's the um, Captain Britain? Isn't that the character's name in the comics? Uh, yeah, but I don't think she's Captain Britain. Uh, I mean, well, she wasn't Captain Britain. Uh, well, she's British, and she had the British flag on her shield. So she, they could have named her Captain Britain. She could have been the first Captain Britain rather than, than I guess, other than Captain Carter. But again, I'm, I could be splitting hairs because, again, I just said, well, they're not going to introduce characters. So why would they introduce Captain Britain if in this show if they've never done it in the movie? So I kind of answered my own question of being just like, that's why, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think Captain Britain is a mutant versus, uh, you know, a, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to now, like, it's been a while since I've, I've dealt with Captain Britain. So I'm trying to remember because I don't remember him being, uh, yeah, I'm trying to look him up as I'm talking to you I, here, and it's... I, I feel like it, it's British's version of Captain America, just like the Red Guardian was Russian's version of the. I mean, of Cap. Because like, let's face it, after Captain America, everyone wanted to have their own super soldier. We just figured that out and become Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But throughout history, there's always been some type of blank, blank, blank with a super serum soldier, super soldier serum in some way shape or form so that's why i'm like why didn't they just call her captain so she, i don't know if captain britain's a, a mutant but again i mean probably not even like sean they, why introduce a character that she could be if they've never introduced because you know the general public is watching this because they know all the characters in the mcu like i guarantee you someone went that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like chris evans <laughs> 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 it sounded like everybody else cause I know it was Stan that was uh, that was we go Sebastian Stan and it was Hallie Atwell um, it yeah. even got the guy who plays Dum Dum uh, Dungan he was there I was like oh they got kind of got everybody uh, well they didn't get you know what's his face uh, Hugo Weaving because he I don't know why probably because he's, he's tired of being just the voice guy well, you say this. It, I know Hugo Weaving has always always talked about it. I think after the Matrix, he didn't ever want to do a sequel movie again. He does one like he wants to do one offs like him and uh, right, uh, which is which I'm going to call bullshit on because he was in the Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Well, that, I mean, well, that was. I mean, I guess he wasn't the. Well, maybe, maybe it was Lord of the Rings. I know there was a trilogy he 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 filmed, and he was like. He was like, it was so tiresome to be that character like over and over again that he felt like you know I just needed to 
yeah. you know, take a break from this, you know, type of thing. I think, I think though it was because like the matrix was in the nineties and I'm trying to remember if when the other matrix movies, I think they were in the two thousands, weren't they? In the early two thousands. So you're, you're, you're looking at like Lord of the Rings was all done in one shot in one year, you know, right. filmed like all, all the whole. So, yeah. Right. But I think also again, he wasn't the main character in any of those movies. So, I mean, any of the Lord of the Rings movies. So I guess, excuse me. Uh, let's see the Matrix movies. Uh, Matrix Revolutions, which was the last one, was in two thousand and three. So Matrix Relo- I mean, uh, they did do the Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolutions. They filmed both at the same time because apparently they both came out in two thousand and three. I I remember that it was like, hey, here's the spring of two thousand and three for the Matrix. Uh, what was it the Matrix Reloaded? And then it ended on kind of a silly cliffhanger, and it'd be like, "Hey, come in this fall! Right. It's the Matrix Revolutions." And they showed you like a clip of of things, and you're like, "Ooh!" And then the Matrix Four is coming out in uh, tw- well, it's supposed to be coming out in 2021. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. So anyway, um, so I mean, I I guess you know, what else? Did, what else about the show? Did you? Um, yeah, it was, I, I liked the artwork a lot. Uh, you know, so did I. I it, thought that animation was real smooth. Yeah. Real, real pretty. Like, yeah. Cause yeah. it kind of, it, it kind of was like artistic and then it was like, it was like that. I, I can't explain <laughs> it. Like the cellular, I, I, the way, the way they, the characters like looked at certain points and how they kind of shined up a little bit, <laughs> you know, it was like, and uh, and they were predominant versus the background, you know, kind of thing. It was just, it was so like artistic. It was like, wow, like this is, it really popped, you know, it really made yeah, the, the artwork was really, really nice. The animation was smooth. I just felt like it just kind of jumped. It like left off the TV for me. Right. Like some of those, some of those motions. I was like, wow, that's, that's kind of cool. Like just watching it. I, I yeah. I was like, Ooh, that's good. Um, what else did you like? Um. Wow. Um. I mean, if there's, was there anything you didn't like? No, I mean, I could. Try, I'm trying to think because I'm like, I'm like, it was, it was just funny, like the little nods. I think, I think it's just too short, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, I don't know, like, like because they were trying to pack a lot of, a lot of stuff in there. Um, right. I don't know if I don't know if Disney can trust people to f- want to watch like f- a 45 minute cartoon. Which is weird because Disney makes movies, but I, I don't know. Like, I, it's I guess a creative choice because like you watch Invincible. Invincible is almost an hour long, right. so you can. I think people if they're willing to watch it, they can be willing to watch an hour show. But I, who knows? Maybe they just thought that they can pack all that stuff because it's like, well, what if this would happen? And, oh, okay. Well, I mean, see, the, it's it's one of those type of things because now now like you're asking like fifty million questions because of of where they started and where they where they put it, you know, and you're like. And 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 you're like, well, now it like re re does the whole timeline, you know, because now you're well, going because of what happened. With they basically you thought at one point that uh, Steve Rogers dies in it, you know, in the beginning right. of it, and he does it, and he becomes. I guess we can spoil it at this point. I'm just gonna right. throw it out there since we've already, I think, said a couple of things already. But he the, he he becomes kind of like an Iron Man, you know, like he, with he becomes the um they call him the Hydra Buster, right. And, you know, and and it was a, kind of like a combination of Hulk and 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 right. Iron Man was basically what it was because he was a big, 
big mechanical thing, you know. And I think that's because a lot of times, you know, back then they built everything huge because they, you know, they, 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 they thought they'd make it smaller or smaller. <laughs> so, yeah, it makes sense, you know. Um, but it was, it, you know, I mean, it's they say it changes the whole timeline. So now you're like, you're asking all these questions, like, like, well, yeah, you know, like, well, what happens to Iron Man now? Is like, this is it like Tony becomes Iron Man, or? Well, I mean, well, I guess I don't. I'll be honest, Ed. I think you're going further than than the show's designed to be. Right, uh, and that's exactly right. But you know, you, you, I do think that there's one-offs, like you, and then you, but you, but as a nerd, you could sit there and go, okay, well, because of what happened, how does this happen? How right. does that happen? Right. Like, what does happen to Tony? You know, because technically his dad built the first Iron Man suit for the World War, for the war. Did, you know, like the moment she saves, spoiler, she saves Bucky from falling to his quote unquote death off the train. You go, timeline's changed. Mm-hmm. He does. I guess he never becomes the Winter Soldier. You know, does. And then you think I at the time when they said, oh, Steve's dead. And I was like, well, what if he becomes this Winter Soldier? You know, like. Maybe there's like that, and but they never really touch on that because again, to me it's like, I, it's the Twilight Zone of the Marvel Universe. It's we're gonna give you something and we're gonna change it a little bit and then we're gonna yeah just leave it as is and let you guys kind of go from there because they're like okay well does America ever get the Super Soldier Serum at all like do they you know do they ever create that or not or is because I mean no offense I mean she's Captain Carter she she's kind of belongs to British secret intelligence so she's not going to ever be Captain America right. <laughs> you know so I always kind of feel like alright so she pops up to the future you know which was expected well you know, as I'm saying like that, like you know because that's that's the other thing too that was kind of like weird was you saw at the end of it you saw uh, uh, Nick Fury and some other guy I don't know who he was I it didn't was Hawkeye. it was Hawkeye okay you should really pay attention to the outfit they're wearing. <laughs> it was, it was, it to me it was to me that was pointless at that point because it was like the end. And I, and I, and I, I saw a video beforehand that 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 you know you, you she, they explained that part of it. I'm like, oh okay, they didn't explain who the characters were, but you know who Nick Fury was because you know it's obviously right, with the, it's Nick Fury, yeah, <laughs> like uh, African American guy with an eye patch in the MCU. Who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> right, Luke Cage. <laughs> so you know, so you you go you you go. Wow, like I guess I guess some things didn't change because, but you go you go. Peggy Carter was involved in creating the beginnings of Shield. You know, like like right. getting that kind of uh, uh, started. You know, and so you go. Well, she wasn't around for seventy years. Like, like you know what happened? Well, you know. Well, uh, yeah, but you could argue. Uh, Steve's still alive. Yeah. Maybe that role came to Steve. Um, right. Bucky's still alive. Maybe it was all of them. Maybe they. Maybe between all of the, what was it the um, Howling Commandos? I think they're called. Yeah. Like they're all still alive. So maybe they had all these adventures and helped create. Maybe they were the founding fathers, so to speak, with Shield. Or maybe something else happened. Who knows? Like, I, it doesn't necessarily mean that. And Tony Stark's Mister Stark. Tony's dad was still alive and he was part of it too. So 
it, maybe those things just naturally occurred, which is with different people involved. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I figure, but you now you now you're going well now now I'm more like <laughs> like I'm not going to get more. It's because it's going to suck. But that's what I want now because it's just like now like like all these questions were are, are all these answers were given at one way, and now you're going. Well, wait a minute. Now you you just move the chest. You just move the chest piece on the board in a different spot, and now it completely changes everything. And you're going. Well, what, well, about, I, what happens that's there? What I, that's what I always liked about the series, though, as a comic book. Because as a nerd, you can sit there and now you're given like a, a starting point, and yeah. then you can go anywhere with that. You go, okay, well, because of this, like, then this probably didn't happen, or what, what did happen to Tony? Did Tony like? And now someone go like, well, there's going to be an episode with Tony and Killmonger. Like, you're right, there is, but that doesn't necessarily have to be in the same timeline because let's remember. Thanks to Loki, if you watch that show, the timeline is now there's a multiverse. There's there's any multiple possibilities. Mm-hmm. And with Watu, that's the Watcher, because they he won't give his real name, but with the Watcher sitting there and basically being your your what do you call it, Rod Seiger going in a world where we can do anything, here's this one possibility. Because he's just looking at timelines, going, here's another timeline, here's another timeline. What's we what if dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. you know like I don't know what the next one is but I know that this what if Tatala was Star Lord what if Tony met well I don't know if he's called still called Killmonger um, M- Michael B Jordan's character in 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 an episode there's um, we call it um, Doctor Strange is going to be in it at some point the, he's you know I'm, I guess I don't know if he's going to tie anything together who knows I mean it's I guess that's the beauty of the What If series is that you can pretty much say or do anything, you know? Right. As long as it's... And there's no real rules. I think the only rule they're going to keep to is, like, what if, you know, Loki had the Thor Thor's hammer instead? Like, who knows? You know, I I loved it. I thought it was great. I kind of was smiling kind of the whole time and just going, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm watching. And I, like, some people kind of made, like, a big deal of that it was... You know her that they introduced her character first. I'm like, ah, who cares? Like, I think people. Were, I saw something like people were uptight because they put her on the Captain America page instead of Sam, or they took Sam down to put her up. And I'm like, dude, it's it's a promotional thing. They're showing support. It's not gonna like. Uh, first of all, she's not American, so she's not Captain America. They're just pushing it to get people to watch. Stop being so pissy about it. Be an adult. <laughs> like, like, come on. You know, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm very excited. I'm like, this is. I like this series. I, right out the gate, I'm like, I already knew I was gonna like it. Um, I think I have an article about the one episode they wanted to do, but Disney said no on. Okay. Um, and I think I have the article. I'm gonna take a real quick peek while you continue on about your week. Oh, okay. Well, then the other the other thing I did was I watched. Uh, um. Batman uh, Long Halloween Part Two, uh, and I liked it. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more interested to hear what you think because you actually read the comic. I have not read the comic. Um, you know, I know you've talked about it on multiple occasions, and I always think about like picking it up and reading it. But I'm like, ah, eh, you know, when I get around to it, and you never think of it every time I'm at a bookstore, you know, or a comic shop to, to, to look for it, you know, and see it see it around so i'm like oh i just kind of passed by it but then 
uh, you know, cause this is the only opportunity came out to watch it. I, I watched it and I said, you know, I thought it was good, but again, I didn't see the, like, you know, I was like the book was better. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah, what I expected. And I'll be hundred percent honest. You haven't watched it. Oh my God. Really? I, I honest, I, my interest in it is not super high on the list of wanting to watch it. I guess part of me is like, you know what? At this point, I knew the first one was coming out. I knew that it's a two-parter. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just wait till the whole thing comes out, and I'll just sit in one sitting and watch it. You know, um, I fell asleep watching the first half because I thought it was fucking boring. Um, <laughs> but again, it was also like 1 o'clock in the morning when I was watching it. So part of me is like, yeah, there's a lot of talking going on, which is just like the book. Um, but I was like, I'm also kind of sleepy, so I'm nodding off going, wait. What happened here? Like, uh, I'm like, and by the time I uh, by the time I woke up, I, it was like I missed like a chunk, and I was like, you know what? I'll just watch it later. It's it's not going anywhere. I know there's a part two, so even if I watch part one, I'm gonna be like, oh, what happens? I, I kind of know what happens. You know, um, I'll be honest, it really is an origin story for fucking Harvey Dent, and I already know who the killer is. So I was like, going in, I was like, I wonder. I, I mean. Let me put it this way. Unless they pull a hush on me, I already know who did it. So I'm not I'm not going to be like, oh, look, it's the person that I knew it was from the very beginning. I, I'm hoping that, you know, like, they seemed relatively faithful a little bit to the book. I mean, a little did, bit too much Harvey, I think, but I think you have to did, did, do that. Are you gonna, do you want to try and reveal who it was or... Um, it's what do you call it? Okay, well, according to the book, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I guess it's the second part out. It's uh, I want to say it's it's Falcon. It's the nerdy son. Nope. The one it's oh they they changed it. Yeah. Oh, fucking pieces of shit. All right. Well, okay. Now I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go Google. Who's the bad guy in the Long Halloween? There you go. Doing that, and then uh, long. The holiday kill is the main villain. Uh, let's see. Um, there's the main villain the long Halloween. The book. The book. Hey, <sighs> <laughs> I have to scroll. Holiday killer. Yeah, it's this, um, the holiday killer wanted to be in the skinny, nerdy kid. Nerdy one. Um, uh, I don't fucking... It was, it was, it was, it was, you know, I've, I've, I figured it out. Like I figured it out. Before Albert Batman. Falcone. Albert Falcone is the fictional comic book builder appealing the books published by DC comic, particularly in Batman books. In addition to the being a mobster, he's also taking credit to being the serial killer, the holiday killer in the Batman, the long Halloween and Batman dark victory. Spoiler. That's who to the moment I saw him, I was like, "Oh, there he is!" And that's Al, you know, Alberto. He was the kind of one that was getting kind of pushed around. Yeah. And they changed it. Yes. Uh, yeah. They changed this. Let me guess. They probably changed this some, like. Anyway. See now, now all you just did was just cement the fact that now I just don't want to watch it at all. Uh, <laughs> like, really? Thanks. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for saving me an hour and a half. <laughs> well, it's really three hours to be honest with three you, because right. it's an hour and a half each one, part one and part two. I thought I thought it was brilliantly done, you know, like who the killer was and and, and why and you know and it, I thought the ending was a little. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Ed, what the book was better. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's 
<laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what, what I was thinking. You know, I, like like I'm like I'm like I wish I kind of read it now, but like you know, I'm like I'm like maybe ignorance is bliss, and you know, and I'm enjoying this. And it was like I was it was a the second half was was I think the second part two was better than the first one because you're right the the it wasn't until the end of the part one that really got exciting. You know, like like it's right. it, it's all this all drawn up loading up kind of stuff, and you're going okay. And then it, there there were times it it got um it got weird I'll be honest with you but <laughs> like the drawn conclusion when it comes to the end you're like going like you figure it out before Batman does you really do or or less yeah, that's not good but, but, I mean like like you know like like most like like I don't know maybe Batman did figure it out you know beforehand I'm like you know but you just never leave that on like it's not like he's, he's like he thinks it's this one and he's wrong like he you know this is gonna be one of those things where it's like I'm gonna have to buy it comes you know because I know it'll come out in a steel book because it's Target's got those steel books exclusive so I'll buy it you know what I think it would look good on a shelf I'll watch it and I'll watch the behind the scenes there's gonna be some bullshit excuse going well we know the book is loved and we wanted to change it so that way it was different for the people who did read the book they could appreciate it in a different way when are you gonna get it through your fucking head the reason why we wanted it on screen was because we wanted a animated version of that book not an animated retelling of that book an animated version of that book like okay with the if you take out the part with Barbara Gordon and Batman in The Killing Joke, pretty much just like the book. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't change it. It wasn't like, oh, you know, Joker didn't do this shit. He, it was, it was, they didn't change it. Hush, they completely changed it to a completely different character. And they're like, well, we want it to be different. Everyone, because you didn't want to have to explain who fucking Tommy Elliot was. Like, that's, that's why. Mm-hmm. And then you uh, just now they're just getting angry. I'm angry for a film I didn't want to watch. So it's like to me, if they took some cheap ass way out, you know, like oh no, it was this person. Like, it's... okay, for for example, Ed, don't tell me. But if they make the killer the the calendar kid, if they make Calendar Man the killer, I'm gonna be upset <laughs> because it's like well, why he's not he's the guy who gets you to the guy. He's the he's the crate. Uh, like no, you can't. You can't do that. You just can't. <laughs> like no. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna say this: you're wrong. It's okay. not him. It's like, and a part of me is afraid that they're gonna make it the Joker, you know, no. or the Penguin, or or it's gonna be Harvey Dent the entire time. That that what do you call it? Here it was. It was his alter ego. It was Two Face coming out while Harvey was sleeping or something. Like I just, I, I just, it's gonna be some cheesy ass bullshit reason i th- i thought it was brilliant i thought it was brilliant it was right. it was brilliant i thought i said i thought it was brilliant like i said See, now, it's now obviously now, not the comic book so like ed, all right folks tune in next week when sean's gonna be sitting there ed i watched both parts and boy am i pissed off <laughs> like now that's all you did was you just now ensured what i have to do for next week's show i appreciate that Gives me a homework assignment. Gives you something to do. Now. Gives me something to do. Now, now, now you go. Well, I'm not going to talk about my dog for for 45 minutes. I'm talking about my or dog my job. <laughs> I don't have to complain about my. No, I got something new to complain about today. <laughs> okay, but but I mean, like I said I I highly I highly recommend it. I'm not going to if you're not going to give. I'm not going to give away the ending now because you haven't seen it. If you've you seen it, with the fucking audience. Have, wait, I got to ask. You have you have Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. 
I believe if you download the the fire app, the fire the their um, Kindle Fire app on your phone, mm-hmm. I believe that comic book is free to read. Okay. I, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> I think it is. I'm <laughs> I have a Kindle reader right now, and I'm gonna look. I'm gonna put a bookmark. I'm I'm reading Casino Royale. Yes, that's right, Ed. I read. <laughs> <laughs> and your lips move and everything. No, I do it when I I do it when I'm getting ready to sleep. I she's doing that, kids. I thought it was highly enjoyable. Obviously, they changed it, but I thought the character they used made the perfect sense, and it was like wow like that's amazing you know and i it, to me it was it, like you know like like sean was saying the cop out they used for hush which i thought was a cop out too even though i didn't read hush at all um uh, again you know even i was like nah, no, that was just that was just terrible i mean i think this this one was a lot better <laughs> for, for for what they did you know i i, I enjoyed it highly i recommend it uh, go out and see yourself. If not, you know, you can contact Sean at Sean at WorksWithYou.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. And you can agree with him. You know, or you can contact me. I'll even get my email address like I'm not going to. <laughs> like, it's Ed at Ed, Ed at Ed at Works. Ed at WorksWithGeeks.com. So you can, you know, let me know how how wrong I was or how right I was. It's fine with me. Uh, either way, I won't reply. <laughs> I, I, I believe... Long Halloween, I have, it says, uh, oh, yeah, you borrowed this book for free with your Prime Reading membership on October 16th, 2020. So that's when I that's when I downloaded it. But I believe it is free as long as you have a Prime Reading membership. I think it's free. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, go read it. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I can see why. Because, look. I mean, I don't know how much you want me to spoil of, of the the book itself, but you really don't know who the killer is at all until like almost like it plays out like a murder mystery. Well, I'm saying like it it does it plays it plays out to to the to the part that you know it's 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 a mystery and he and he solves he solves the he's kind of like Sherlock Holmes solves the case you know at the end, but like you 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 kind of get that he knows who it is at a point like kind of thing. And I, you don't know if, if he's questioning things because he doesn't know, or he's just playing that. Yeah, I know who it is now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm letting you all know in in on it. You know, <laughs> like like now, now I'm like, wink, wink. Here we go. You know, this, this, this is, this is, you know, this is, this is. These are the clues I'm throwing at you now, so that way the rest of the audience can catch up. Like I don't, I don't know. But like I said, I highly enjoyed it. I, I thought, I thought who the killer was and then the explanation made sense you know it was like oh uh, see in the book they they make it uh antonio because he's tired of getting pushed around he's like i i'm the i'm the smartest and you guys treat me like an idiot he's it's basically fredo from the godfather mm-hmm. you know it's it's like oh no I, i'm not stupid i'm smart and you know in this case he was like yeah <laughs> you know uh all right God damn it! <laughs> All right, what else? Did you... What else did you do? That was it for me. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I that was animation weekend, and that was the the three things I did. Um, 
Because I think I'm, they, I think there was something else, but I just can't remember what it was. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just kind of, you know, uh, I'm trying to think now. I mean, I was doing some other other stuff that, you know, family things, but nothing, you know, uh, um, uh, yeah, nothing that, you know, like, oh, let's, let me talk about this. You know, let me complain right. about it for an hour, you know, no. So, uh, right. but, but what about you, sir? I mean, what um, did what did you do this week, or what did what did you? Uh... What did I put my notes down as? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say. Let's see. Let's start off with. Um, I watched the first episode of Fantasy Island on Fox. Judging by your silence, you either can't believe I did that, or you didn't know they did. They made a TV show out of it. They made a TV show out of it. <laughs> Uh, yes, they, they took, um, back in the 80s, there was a TV show called Fantasy Island with Mr. Rourke and Tattoo. The plane, the plane, that guy, right? Uh-huh. Then uh, they tried rebooting it a, years later with um, R- Malcolm McDowell as Rourke. Um, didn't work out. I don't think the TV show was very quick, quickly lived. And then they went and made, uh, I'm going to say a horror movie out of it. Um, Bloomhouse, Fantasy Island. Um, I have not. I did not watch it. I just. I'm not really much of a horror movie person anymore. I just don't. To me, the classic horrors are better. But whatever. Everyone teaches own, right? Right. So then, um, looking. I think I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see basically an ad for the TV show, and I'm like, wait, did they? And it's got Evelyn Sanchez in it. And I believe Evelyn Sanchez was in the Mummy movies. Uh, she was, I think, one of the mummies. I think, um, and I have to look. <laughs> huh. I should have should have gotten this. Uh... <clears throat> so, I'm like, okay, well, I must try to watch it, you know, because I-, I was a fan of the the TV show. Um, I, like I said, I, I even tried watching the reboot because, as I'm a fan of Malcolm McDowell, I'm like, all right, well, he's Rourke. Uh, she was in Rush Hour Two. Um, she was an active valor, but I don't think anyone really watches that. So the stuff that she might be really known for. Uh, she was an episode of The Rookie. Uh, let's see. Uh, she was in Desperate Housewives for an episode. She did a lot of TV. Uh, she was in the TV show Without Her Trace. Uh, she was in the game plan with uh, The Rock. Uh-huh. All right. Um, let's see. Go back. She was actually trying. I think she was in the reboot of Kojak, which I don't <laughs> really. She was also in the reboot of Dragnet. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> she was in the movie uh, in the episode the in-laws so who that's interesting uh she was in rush hour two she was in nash bridges i guess i must know her from i guess i must know her from fucking yeah i'm i'm sorry she was never in a mummy movie <laughs> that's not the girl i was thinking of <laughs> it's not it's weird why do i know her like when i saw her i was like oh that's, i knew her name and everything she was in basic uh it's a movie with john Travolta. maybe that's it i, I just i don't know maybe i just because maybe i've seen her in all those other things <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway she plays the great the great niece of ricardo Montalban's mr rourke Okay, uh-huh. so he ties into the TV show, the original TV show, and the first episode basically is a woman who's kind of famous, and she has kind of a nervous breakdown on live on live TV, 
eh, she's got an issue with food. Let's just say it like that. Okay. Um, and then there was a second couple, old couple. They come to the island, and their their fantasy is basically to be young again for the weekend because the woman is dying. So they one last time was like, oh, let's go do this. It'd be great. Um, <clears throat> so they'd go about and uh, so Rourke, there's no tattoo at this moment. Just there's no midget. There was no one going, deplane, deplane. However, she did go, smiles, everyone, smiles, like Mr. Rourke did, you know, just before people got off the plane. Right. Um, and uh, she got personally involved in, like, Mr. Rourke never really got personally involved, but he definitely was, he's the host. So sometimes as a host, he checks in on people if he feels as if they're making sure that their fantasy is fulfilling their person's needs. Right. So she kind of was very, like, in very into the woman who had food issues. Um, and uh, like, without, without spoiling, it was kind of it was kind of a weak story. There's always, like, one weak story. The more interesting story was the girl, the woman, because her and her husband become young again. And they're going, they're, like, not experimenting, but there's definitely a moment where um, <clears throat> you find out that the woman might have been bi-curious at one point in time. Uh, but she made... She made she made her choice. She was never disappointed with her choice. It wasn't about that. It was just that she was ready to kind of basically, you know, like she was doing this, going to go home, going to die. Right. Um, then, like the the night before they were getting ready to leave, she meets this woman, and and the woman kind of talks her. She gets really close with the woman, not sexually, but just very like close is the best way I could do it for two strangers meeting. And apparently the, the stranger does puts a tattoo on her back. And as I say, it's kind of not, not it's funny. <laughs> huh. and, and the tattoo is of a pattern, you know, that goes like a little bit down her spine. Um, I was a little annoyed later because you can kind of tell that's a fake tattoo because the, the color match of her skin versus the color of the tattoo was a little off. But whatever. It, it looked like, then again, on second pass, it looked like it was like a tan line. Okay. Anyway. But the, the tattoo, Rourke sees it, because that's her name, Rourke. Um, she sees it, and she tells the woman that that is the symbol for rebirth. For, you know, And she basically tells her, you don't have to die. Why don't you stay here on the island? You can help me. You could be like, I guess, you know, her tattoo, I guess, now that I think about it, <laughs> you know? Um, and... Of course, the woman's like, no, I can't, I can't do that because, you know, I, I'm going to go back home with my husband so I could die. And the husband's like, no, you need to stay here. You've already lived your life. You've, you've made those choices. Do something for yourself for a change, and I'll be okay. I'll be fine. Knowing that you're going to be okay, everything's going to be fine. Like that, that, that TV moment, you might say. Right. So he gets on a plane. He goes to fly off. And, you know, but then something interesting happens. And this is the part that kind of annoys me. Her tattoo changes on her back. It's not a big tattoo, but it's small, but it, it changes into something else. And, of course, you know, no one sees it. It's a little thing to, your, to the audience going, ooh, what's that mean? Right. Like, it's it's like a, almost like a living tattoo. And I'm just like, oh, I hope they don't get into – like, look, I love the first well, – the, the good thing about the TV show, original TV show, is that I didn't give a shit about Rourke. I didn't give a shit about Tattoo. I didn't, they were the hosts. They were there. They were, again, as a person who likes the Twilight Zone – they were the 80s version of Rod Sterling. Hi, welcome to the island. Shit's going to get kind of crazy, but don't worry. By the end, you'll learn a little something about yourself and maybe about the person that you're with, and we're all going to go away a little wiser. Maybe. 
Have a good day. Smiles, everyone. The plane. Have a good weekend. See you later. You know, I don't need to find out that you know this work uh, uh, had like maybe a one night stand with the pilot of the plane who flies people in. You know, what? I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Do not care. You know, because there was like this little moment, like oh, so you have to have like some sort of pseudo romance between the pilot and and her, like, and also you find out too that she's reluctant. She was reluctantly the host of the island because at one point in time, it's been the island's been her her family for generations. So uh, there's always a person chosen to be the curator to the the host of the island, and apparently she didn't want to do it, and but now she is, and she seems to be, for the most part, happy with the choice. I guess, but <laughs> she has this moment with this the, the pilot, and I'm like, I don't, don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care. Let her just be the host. Let her just be like, hey, welcome everybody, welcome to the island. You, you're gonna have a fucked up trip when it comes to food, and you, you're gonna be old, be young, and then you're gonna be, you're gonna have to live on this island forever. End of story. Like you know, <laughs> that's, 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 that's all you need. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I will I come back? Uh, yeah, I will because I, the show is actually pretty good um, for a, you know like a Fox show, a reboot of a show, a TV show that I liked. I'm like, all right, I can I can watch that. You know, if I remember, it ain't on my to do list. You might say uh-huh. um, I did start also watching. Um, well, I, I was bored and I started watching Psych again, the TV show. Okay, uh, I'm probably not going to follow that all the way to the end. But I did start watching Doom Patrol on uh, HBO Max. Oh, okay. Um, I was I, I know Titans season three started, but I was more interested in Doom Patrol because Brendan Fraser's in it, and he's kind of got he got a nice bump this week in the news um, based upon a TikTok uh, a TikTok video mm-hmm. with a girl. They they do these meet and greets and. Um, he was saying that he's going to be in this new movie and the girl was basically like, hey, I just need you to know that everybody out there in the world has always been rooting for you and really loves you. And you can see him getting choked up a little bit because Brendan Fraser was like the hottest thing for a while and then all of a sudden he went dark and it's because he had such a shitty life experience at that time. Apparently he got like sexually assaulted and then blacklisted and it it was a, a struggle for him to come back into the light. and. Mm. And I was like, and that's a shame too, because I don't think I've ever really seen a bad Brandon Fraser movie when he was at the height of his movies. I love all those Mummy movies, and Encino Man was kind of as, as funny. And uh, so, anyway, so I'm like, well, I know he's in Doom Patrol. Like, let me. You don't really see a lot of him because he plays the robot dude, but it's right. his voice, and they do some flashbacks, and he's there, there. And I'm like, and I'm looking at the cast, and like, well, Matt Boomer, who I like from White White Collar, he's in it too, and. They have Alec Tudyk be the bad guy this season. I'm like, ah, and Timothy Dalton's in it. <laughs> they also bring Cyborg in, and it's a after the first episode, a pretty decent Cyborg. Then the movie's about Cyborg. <laughs> like, you know, um, and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of interested, and in, I think I got like three episodes in. And I'm like, all right, this is I'm actually kind of digging it. So I mean, if you're looking for something to watch, I would definitely say Doom Patrol. It's kind of like um. For lack of a better term, a poor man's X Men. Because <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Dawn's character is wheelchair wheelchair bound. He's not in it for long. He's kind of like you know, ladies and gentlemen, Timothy Dalton. You know, that's right. I used to be of James Bond, and uh, now I'm out. 
You know, I get sucked. <laughs> I get sucked into a wormhole, sort of by Mister Nobody, and the rest of the guys are going to come looking for me. <laughs> but they're all not really. But they're all not really heroes. Like um, Brandon Fraser's character just used to be a race car driver. Now he's stuck in his body. You know, his brain is stuck in this robot body. And then there's um, a 1950s actress who kind of is kind of like Clayface in a way because she's kind of this sludge whenever she gets anxious and she wants nothing to do with being a hero and Matt Boomer's character I forget who he is but he's kind of dressed up like the invisible man because he's horribly burned because he used to be an, uh, a test pilot who was keeping the secret that he you know married two sons but he was in the closet and he was having a, a love affair with one of his co-workers and he gets to a big giant plane crash and he's bar- burned and scarred but I'm like they also look like they haven't aged in ages. I guess, you know, something... And he gets, like, in... I guess this energy creature comes into him, and and he's kind of like two people, but not really. It's it's hmm. weird. And then there's um, Crazy Jane, who's got 27 different personalities, and each one of those personalities has a superhero power that's different from the other. So, like, one minute she's shooting fire at her eyes and hands, and next thing you know, she's, like... Her, she can say words like like kind of like like word balloons almost, and those words become like weapons. I was like, why does she do that more often? That's oh, I think we lost him. <laughs> he he went silent, I, folks. So I'm like, all right, there we go. Kind of, oh, huh? You you went out there for a like, while. Okay, well that was couldn't have been me because was it me? Yeah, it was you because it's not here. Right, but I can hear myself through my headphones. That's why I'm like, well, is it me? <laughs> All right, well, I guess you just missed everything I just said. So, well, it was just towards watch. right towards the end. It was like a, like a, like maybe like ten seconds. Like you, you were the, okay. the it was that final climatic words, and then poof, it was gone. <laughs> All right, go go watch the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> the meaning of life is then. What? You got it. Okay. I didn't hear what you said. I was joking. I was like, the meaning of life is. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's all, all right. I'm going to say about that. <laughs> uh, um, I also watched Stacy and I, we were, I guess, bored or we were on Hulu since I was watching the fantasy Island through Hulu. Um, I noticed the catfish was on and I was also on it. So we went through like memory lane. We watched the first episode of catfish, which was very if you get a chance watch some of those older episodes because they are especially that first one i mean, I know we used the catfish corner thing as a jumping part for you know like to talk about something on the show All right but going back and watching that first episode again there's how they did things is completely different to how they're doing it now first of all you could tell that they had no money because they were in shitty hotels <laughs> now they're in nice hotels um they just now they back in the day when Neve wanted to talk to the said catfish person, they just called them out of the blue. Hey, you want to meet this person? Like it was very like in your face kind of thing. And now they do like well now they're doing Zoom calls because of um, pandemic and all. But before they would just be like we have to do all this research and all this. Like there's so many tools to their watch the evolution the evolution of the show from t- the technology standpoint is was interesting to go back and go wow they they were talking on skype <laughs> like, ah. like now they're in zoom meetings and facetime it's before facetime before zoom meetings was even the thing and 
it was, it was it was fascinating just to watch that part of the show. I mean, I knew how it was ending. Hey, guess what? The person's lying, and it's you know, cute girl from Alabama is going to meet said cute boy. It turns out to be not an attractive girl who might have been bullied in school and has problems like dealing with her sexuality. Like it, you're that first episode kind of sets the tone for a lot of the other episodes to, to go with. But I thought it was, I mean, I was looking at it from a, like, wow, I can't believe they did that and that aspect. And you got like how, how like Neve doesn't look like he's really aged at all. Cause he's aging gracefully out in this 10 year period. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Max is not on the show anymore. Uh, they have Cammy, who I think is a, who I think is a, a better host than Max was. Huh. I like Max, but you know, Cammy is, is I like Cammy because she brings a female perspective to the show and she also she's kind of like Max being like the dude it's it's this person it's got to be this person because how can you not see that it's like she's definitely in your face and you know it's which I I, I appreciate right then Stacy and I'm gonna come down with me a well with you come down a well with me uh-huh. Of a show called Outer Outer Banks. <laughs> it is number three on the Netflix top ten list, apparently. And the reason why we started watching this is Stacy works for a shoe store. Um, she's my own little Al Bundy in a way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, and Sperry's Sperry's is a boat shoe company. Okay. And they don't really do collaborations. So they did a collaboration with the show Outer Banks. And the Outer Banks think... Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the, basic, the, the highlights. Uh, I think it's South Carolina? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, South Carolina. Island off of South Carolina or like one of the beach places of, of South Carolina. Um, there is a rich side and a poor side. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Guess what? The poor side don't like the rich side. Um, boy is uh, alone because his dad's missing on from a boating accident of some sort, or he went out he went out treasure hunt one day and hasn't come back. Um, people wrote him off as dead. Son doesn't believe he's dead. His father's dead. He was, his uncle was his caretaker, but then his uncle went left, and he's by himself, and he's got all his poor friends. They're called pogues, by the way, uh-huh. and. And the rich people they call kooks, I think. Yeah, I think it's kooks. Um, <clears throat> so this guy like a little bit of a pretty and pink thing going on there with like, oh, you're on this side of the tracks, you're this. If you're on that side of the tracks, and neither sh- train should meet kind of deal. Um, it's like three boys and one girl. And the girl who hangs out with the poor boys is actually a rich girl, but they know that. They don't understand why she hangs out with them, but who cares? They all kind of like her. Of course they do because they're three boys. And they're supposed to be like, – I don't know how old they're supposed to be because they look like they're in their 20s, all of them. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like – and I get the feeling they're supposed to be younger than that because the kid, the the quote-unquote hero of the show is the DNC, I think it, it is, um, DCS. The basically child services is going to put him in foster care because his dad's – his uncle's – not around and the dad is presumably dead and he doesn't want to do that and they come across this there's a hurricane okay and and the hurricane 
does shit to the island, you know, messes it up a little bit. And these kids find a boat at the bottom of a water and they go and investigate. And there's signs that maybe his dad is still alive and it becomes this treasure seeking. Dad was a treasure hunter. So all the island knows it's like uh, apparently, according to Stacy, who grew up on an island, anybody who lives on an island, there's always this story of some famous of a, of a wealth, a treasure hunt of some sort. Mm-hmm. So he kind of stumbles into like my dad's alive. This boat that we see, we can see from the top of the water. Then all of a sudden there's so many plot holes. This shit could be called the Swiss cheese outer bank show. <laughs> because at first you can see like an aerial shot of them looking you can see the top of the boat but then apparently they need air tanks to drop 30 feet into the water to be able to kind of look for something right and and then it's like how deep are they and then there's a the police come over and the police kind of they're because they're on a boat obviously they don't see the kid who's got an air tank attached to him. The bubbles are coming up to the surface because he's 10 feet from the surface at this point because he's got to wait there for a couple minutes before, he, A, he runs out of air, and B, he gets the bends. So he's got all of his air bubbles coming out of his, his, his tube in front of the police, but no one, there's no bubbles at all. I, I, there are so many. And I'm angry trying to talk to you about it. <laughs> I can't I can't find the words to describe how shitty this show is. And it's and, and the and here's the reason why it's I here's the reason why I honestly believe that it, it's it's popular. It's got a lot of beautiful people in it. Even the poor people are beautiful people. <laughs> and the rich people are of course beautiful people, but they're assholes. They're your typical rich snobby type. Mm-hmm. And the poor kids are your typical typical poor kids that Fuck the system, anti-establishment, but yet continuity is kind of sometimes an issue. Like tonight, we watched episode two, and in episode two, our hero is running, and his shirt, for whatever reason, is a button-down shirt, but he has all the buttons except for one unbuttoned at the bottom of his shirt, so when he can run, you can see his chest, which is not, you know, I'm okay in my sexuality to go, he's an attractive kid. He's not really, he's average at best. Same with the... And also, by the way, our lead actor, who is supposed to be being chased down by the, you know, the the so- social services, uh-huh. in real life is actually twenty seven. Uh-huh. All right, and he looks it. He does not look like he's seventeen. If that's, I mean, I'm going to say seventeen because that's the closest I can think that you'd be thrown in foster care. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, I I'm assuming. I mean, Annie was a child. That's the only thing I really know about social services. You know, <laughs> that they always they're always depicted as the bad guy. Right. So. He's running down this street, and his shirt is button, unbuttoned all the way down to, like, his navel, and it's the one button. Come to find, you know, and then, like, a scene later when the bad guys come up on him, which they never really explain how the bad guys actually find out who he is or what he looks like. His shirt's buttoned all the way up as he's running away from these guys. And I'm like, when did he have time to button his shirt up? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed with continuity errors like that. Apparently, I missed it because I was putting the dog out. That he there's a compass that was belonged to his father. There's always a compass. There's always some sort right, of trinket. So there's a, there's that piece of uh, that that puzzle piece that needs to find that treasure. Right. There's always some trinket, some doodad, some. Um, it's basically it's the MacGuffin. 
There you go. It's the MacGuffin right. to help move the plot along. In this case, it's this compass that's got this, you know, word Renfield written on the back. And the kids are trying to go through some stuff like, okay, well, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. And the, and the one boys then cut to them going to a lighthouse. And they're like, well, why are we here? And the kid's like, well, it's my dad's favorite place. Why did you have to go do dig through all that shit? If you read it, you knew it. How, this island ain't big, apparently. <laughs> And and they go talk to this guy who's in the lighthouse, and I was expecting the big giant wall of weird. He kind of had one, but the moment he mentioned, he shows the guy the compass, and all of a sudden the guy like kind of freaks out and calls the cops on him because there's some dirty cops on the island. Because of course there is. Of course. You know, um, somebody gets you know the episode one, someone winds up dead, and the person who's dead happened to be on the boat that had the compass. You know, so the kids have to keep it hush hush, but then. The his best friend happens to be the bad guy, not the bad guy, but the bad kid of the bunch. You know how like they have a group of kids, and there's always one kid who's too much of a jerk, and he's you know he's the one that's going to sell out all his friends because he's only self, he's only his his self preservation is his main concern. Right. And that's what this kid reminds me of. Like not not our hero, but his hero's friend. Like you just get the feeling that he's going to sell. Like it. In fact, he kind of did. When they're at the lighthouse, there's him and this other kid are supposed to be lookout. When the cops, miraculously, by the way, after the guy calls, all of a sudden you hear sirens in the distance, like they were waiting for this call around the corner. Mm. But the moment they hear the sirens, both they, he drives off and leaves his two friends behind. They're like, clearly, you're. I can see that you're going to sell them out later in the show. You're the bad guys are probably going to get a hold of you. You're going to squeal because that's what you do. And it just, they're just, this show is just full of like, oh, I, Scooby and the gang could have had this thing solved in a half hour. <laughs> like, and I'm like, you, and of course, because the island had got hit with a, a hurricane, power lines are down and cell phone towers are down. And that's great. And also, I mean, great. So it gives you excuse not to make a cell phone call. But when you see the bad guys leaving a house of a place that you want to go visit, how come you're not taking photos? Like, how come you're not going to the cops and say, hey, I just saw these people beat the shit out of this woman who happens to be the wife of the dead guy in the boat that everyone found? I think they didn't even find the boat. They just found the body. Like, <laughs> it's just it's just this setup of, like, I'm, I'm watching a show. Like, episode one, we're two episodes in, and the first episode, I was just like, I, this is ridiculous. Like, this is, at the time, I think it was number seven. But the kid who's the, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use air quotes, the bad one. The one who's going to sell out his friend. He just, you know, just know he is. That apparently is the boy that all the girls are crazy about for some reason. And that's probably the real reason why the show is number three on the fucking top ten in Netflix. I don't think they care about plot. I don't think they care about story. I think they care about the shirtless, shaggy hair blonde kid that runs around who's kind of a tough guy because he wielded a gun once in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the... There's this, this treasure hunt that, you know, the whole island, I guess, knows about. And now the kid might have, like, a legitimate clue. And it ends with, you know, the girl, the rich the rich girl hangs out with the poor people. She's in a mausoleum. And she, like, you know, they're like, what you find? And she see her smile at end of episode. You're like, oh. Like, that, that it's, it's not even a good cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, now you're making me watch next episode just so I can see what it is. And it better be something good because I don't really care. Like, I don't care. Like, Stacy, I think is, I, I don't think she's fully committed. 
I think she's committed just enough to just keep watching if she's got nothing else to watch. Like, oh, we got an hour to kill. Let's watch this because we got something else we're going to be going to do or we just have some time to kill. Like we watched episode two when we got home from work while we were eating dinner before we got on the show. So it, I think it's going to be like a, a filler episode. I think a filler show is basically what I'm saying. At night, I'm watching Doom Patrol. I was Bond movies. I'm just I'm doing my thing. You know, <laughs> of them up, I'm, I'm gonna be watching the Outer Banks. Like, <sighs> a part of me is like, Ed, I think you should watch it just so you can enjoy being as annoyed with it as I am. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Thanks anyway. <laughs> I, you know what? I, you're a better man than I am. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, well, oh, so it, here's the thing, Ed. Apparently, like I said, I, I mentioned the the Sperry's. Uh-huh. They're a shoe company, uh-huh. and what they specialize in are boating shoes, all right. Uh-huh. And apparently, they made a two set, two pairs of shoes, and to coincide with the show, one's kind of bougie and up and upper upper class, you might say. Four, I'm sorry, four pairs of shoes. My point being, Ed, is that half of the shoes look like something that rich folk would wear, and the other half look like something poor folk would wear, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. I'm sure they probably all price the exact same price. Expensive, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, you got to keep money to look this trashy. <laughs> Derelict. <laughs> and and Tasty's telling me that they can't keep the shoes. They can't keep the shoes are sold out. That's how popular this show is. That 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 Sperry is a store, a company that's not known for collaborating with any kind of TV show. I think maybe that's part of it. It's their first time, but I, the, the girls love this one bad boy. And again, it's all filled with just beautiful people. And I'm just like, and like the one, the one rich kid's dad, not not even part of the core group. I was like, I've seen him in a bunch of things. He's probably going to be tied into this murder mystery in some way, shape, or form. And he's got a daughter who's rich, and she kind of likes our 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 hero because he's pretty and she's pretty and. And but he's a bad boy, and but she's kind of a bad girl. You know, she's not really straight laced, and she's kind of pushes it. And you're just like, oh, they're going to get together because that's what happens in shows like this. And then what's probably going to happen is you're going to her the best friend who's a girl who's rich already, kind of sort of likes him, but she's like, no, we're just friends. She's probably going to get upset, and then it's all going to end with him. Finding out that his dad's alive, and he's like, "Dad, we're together now. Let's go solve a murder. Let's go solve a mystery. Let's, let's, because you know they're the way I look at it is they're never gonna come to that treasure <laughs> unless they're gonna end the show. It's gonna be this long, drawn out process of maybe if we have a good cliffhanger, maybe people come out with season two. It depends. I mean, right now, it's number three on their list. So there's two someone, seasons." There's two seasons already. Yes, I looked at, as you were talking. I I want on uh, on Netflix to see because it's the number four show, by the way, not the number three show. show. So okay, so maybe my talking made it slip. The number four show, fine, whatever. I guarantee you, if I look at a synopsis of episode two, episode one of season two, it's JJ and his dad. Blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> Stacy's like, don't spoil it. She's like, I'm like, I'm, I, I don't even have my phone off. It. Like, I just, I just have a feeling that the show is so, like, it's, it's Tropeville is what it is. 
And now I don't mind tropes, and I can kind of I'm okay with going. Okay, this is where the story is going to go. As long as it's an entertaining ride, I'll, I'll you got me. That's, that's, the only thing entertaining about this is my annoyance with how easily these uh, these tropes are spotted. <laughs> it's like it's like finding it's like playing Where's Waldo in a room full of Waldos. <laughs> 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 no, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because of that, but I'm also laughing. You know, that's not that's not the, the it doesn't start off with J JJ and his dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me guess it's like episode four. <laughs> 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 episode four season two or season one? Oh, please no 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 don't spoil it for me ed i need to find out naturally how angry i'm gonna get <laughs> there's 20 episodes of this thing you know now well, 10 episodes a season got it so there's 20 episodes i they're gonna show dad's gonna show up at some point he's got to because i don't understand how long you can drag this out because you're already going you've already had him sh- you already had our hero jj shot at underwater almost drowned um got into a fight with the rich girl's rich boyfriend <clears throat> who inadvertently not inadvertently outwardly gets him fired you know so now our our poor kid who now doesn't have a job so now he can devote all his time to find his father now <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh boy that's that's <sighs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think this is a show that we're going to find the father. To be honest with you. Really? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not looking. I'm just. I'm just curious. Uh, you know. I just. It's just. It's. Yeah. I'm like. I'm like. I'm like. I, I think that's the whole like thing of the show because it's like if you if he finds if he finds the father then like there's really no show like. Well, I, the pro- Well, I see. The thing is, it's kind of this mixed bag. It's kind of like okay. Well, this kid's obviously looking for his dad. Believes that his dad's not dead. But his dad is also left to go try to find this buried treasure thing. And it's one of those things where I feel like it's gonna he's gonna find his dad being alive because his dad's trying to protect his son from the bad guys because dad found the treasure and he can't come home because they're looking for him. So I sent you this compass to help you try to find me. But I, I just I don't know. I just it just feels like it's it's gonna be like, Oh, okay, this is what's gonna happen and I, maybe I pl- maybe I would be like Ed next week. They fucking killed off JJ, and it's now complete. I'm suckered in. Like they they pulled the wham whiz bang juxtaposition. You find out that JJ's dad not only is he alive, but he's also a major bad guy. That would be kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. you know, surprise if I if I've seen that episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like his dad's alive. He's just gonna be like either doing it to protect his son or he's doing it to keep his son out of the business because I'm a bad guy. I want you to be better than me, son. <laughs> Why are you here? Kind of thing. <laughs> so that's 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 kind of what I did this week, Ed. Yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I have anything any any interesting dog stories now? Oh, um I don't know if I told you. Stacy sent away. <laughs> We're getting our dog DNA tested. 
pause for laughter. <laughs> what? <laughs> 20 and me, and tw- 21 and me for dogs. 23 and me for dogs, yeah, exactly. Oh my uh, god. <sighs> Stacy was curious as fine, like, because our dog is an American Staffordshire. <laughs> Is her, I guess, her official name? Your, your great, great, great grandfather. According to her paperwork. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, according to her paperwork, she's an American Staffordshire. So, which is a polite way to say it's which a polite way of saying pit bull. You know. Right. So, Stacy wanted to see how, I guess, how much of a pit bull she is. I, I don't know. I um, I know she's a hundred percent love. You know she's sweet. She's kind of bratty. You know she's right now asleep. You know, but I'm just like she's she's perfect. The way she is, I don't need to know if she's ninety nine point nine this type of dog. She could be one percent Chihuahua for all I care, which I think would be kind of great. That means a pit bull fucked a Chihuahua or a Chihuahua <laughs> fucked a pit bull. That's the imagery alone is, is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so Stacy had to kind of do the old swab the cheek thing for the dog. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she had to make sure she didn't have any, like, like we had to wait a certain time frame so that she didn't have any flavored toys in her mouth. Like, like yeah, your dog's part American Staffshire, part three parts chicken. <laughs> like, uh, no, that's because she had a bone that was flavored chicken flavored. Well, sorry, I guess the test came back inconclusive. <laughs> part rubber plastic. Wait, what? Your dog's part dog, part pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> like what? That's crazy. <laughs> So I'll know. We'll know in about two weeks, Ed. That How exciting! Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. She's. She's. I mean, I'm. I'll be honest. I would be lying if I didn't say I'm. I'm curious to see how this all turns out. Because I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, who knew the DNA's tests were run for dogs? I, I just. I guess if you were going to be like, well, my dog is of this, 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 and this. When I take her to the dog show and present her to a bunch of judges I guess they need paperwork not that we're going to do that to our dog because trust me our dog barely even likes taking baths so (laughs) she's she's cute and all but she's no show dog (laughs) she's spoiled like one though (laughs) (laughs) so I guess Ed I'll I'll let you know what happens in two weeks oh I can't wait I'm going to wait on bated breath on this one that's right yeah, we have a countdown clock on the on the Geeksters website. Outside <laughs> 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 of that, Ed, uh, nothing really great, crazy going on. Just just my life. I am taking a vacation, though. How are you? Yeah, I am. I am. I have um, I have a job where I have to use it or lose it. So I have until September 10th to use 80 hours. Wow. Yeah, so um, starting next week, I guess the end of this week, uh, I will be off. I can't even take two weeks off of my job. I have to take one week off, come back for a week, and then take my second week off. Wow. 
I was like, I want to take, I, I kind of, I want to take them two weeks in a row. It was ill-advised. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's me. If you like, you say it's ill-advised, you don't say no. <laughs> like, right. Well, I mean, and. It's ill-advised, and he gave me the reasoning, and I can't argue that point. I'm like, okay, well, you, it's, it's a valid point, but it's uh, – how can I put it? You're going to make me take off for a week, and then I'm going to come back for two days, right? I'll be back for Sunday and Monday shift. I'll be off Tuesday and uh, Wednesday shift, and then back on again for Thursday and Friday and Saturday, and then I'm off for another week. How interesting do you think I'm going to be in anything that goes on that week? <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to have short timers disease the entire time. <laughs> like, oh, I got to get through two days and I have two days off. Oh, my God, the struggle. And then I'm going to come back. I got to work for three days, just have seven days off. <sighs> <laughs> and then what's going to happen is when September 10th comes, uh, it all resets. I'm like, yay, so I got time off again. Oh, joy. But then it's holiday season. So it's like I got a month. To, I mean, I got to make sure – I'm going to have to worry about holiday hiring because we're going to be looking at September and September is when my job starts looking for holiday help. And then next thing you know, Ed, we're going to be talking about holiday hours again. It's like, it just feels like it's, I just feel like I just got through Christmas. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, uh, what's, what's going on? It goes quick, man. I just don't, I don't like, this is not fair. It's just not fair. Like, I'm just starting to realize that I, I think, think i've been officially back at this job for a year now over a year at this point not too much over a year but quote coming up on a year i think and i was like that seemed to go by pretty quick like a little too fast for me <laughs> <laughs> slow down there job <laughs> but you know that's my cross to bear ed as a retail worker the older you get the faster it goes man that's what it is that sucks. <laughs> if I could turn back time <laughs> and find a way, <laughs> I would be like Marty McFly. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Ed, what's coming out in Blu-ray video? Well, uh, we have the uh, Hitman's Bodyguard's wife is uh, coming out uh, this week. Yes, the hit, Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Sorry, that's the that's the, the name it's of it. It's the sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson, Summer Hayek. Yes. And this time, uh, Ryan Reynolds has to help Summer Hayek, I think, find Samuel L. Jackson. That's why it's the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Is that what is that it? Or is the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, I think it is? Is that the title? That was a hey Ed. What's the official title? <laughs> it's I'm the like, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. But the original man, which one was just the Hitman's Bodyguard, was the original. Gotcha. Which they are coming out with the 4K version the, this week as well. So if you, uh, of course they are. If you want to do that, yes, because <laughs> they figured they'll throw more money. Um, then we have the uh, Care Bears movie two. The a new generation is coming out. This is an '86 movie coming out on Blu-ray for the first time. So uh, all you Care Bear fans out there, there you go. I mean, yeah, you've got bronies. Why not Care Bears? Uh, this one I tr- intrigued me. Uh, for Richard for Poor is coming out on Blu-ray. It's a 1997 movie with uh, Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley. Uh, really? They're actually. I saw that movie. It wasn't that good. 
<laughs> I got that that that's coming on Blu-ray. Yes, that should have stayed on DVD. <laughs> I mean, there's just some movies you're wasting the space on. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you know what? Maybe that's someone's favorite Tim Allen movie. <laughs> Maybe it's someone's favorite Kirstie Alley movie. Now, I'm not saying it's 4K. It's just Blu-ray. So, I, and I know I, I agree. I mean, if it was 4K, I'd be uh, uh, even more ridiculous. Uh, I'm just saying you shouldn't waste the Blu-ray space. Okay. Just you just should have kept it in the in the the 5.99 bin at, in, at the Dollar General. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, how about this one? Did you remember? Do you remember 1986? The 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 bicycle the year? Be- the year. <laughs> somewhat. No, the uh, the 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 year 1986 with the the hottest movie about BMX bikes uh, racing was called Rad. Uh, uh, Rad, I remember Rad. Yeah, sure. I, I did I see it? I might have seen it. No, my my favorite movie was Gleam in the Cube with Christian Slater. Please tell me that's coming out on video. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the one. Rad. I remember, I remember Rad being everywhere. Like yes. all the, it's when movies executive goes, wait, what's popular? BMX racing? Or let's see if we can make a movie about it. Except we'll make them hip street kids. Like it's like skaters, but with two wheels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> make sure they wear helmets. So it finally made Blu-ray. Uh, so I'm getting to. Um. Ow. And then we have the Labyrinth 35th Anniversary Edition coming out in full 4K this week. 35 years of Labyrinth. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got nothing to say. I love that movie. I, I, I think I accidentally bought two copies of it at some point in time. <laughs> I think I have like a 25th anniversary or maybe, you know, or in like a regular version. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure. Um, I know I have it digitally. So I'm like, all right, I'm. 35 years. All right. Oof. Guess we feel old. <laughs> I feel old. But, okay. Uh, now we got the uh, four. We have a 4K movie. Uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is coming out um, uh, on 4K this week. Uh, there's actually two versions of the movie. There's a, there's a ma- movie magical movie mode. Don't ask me what it is. I couldn't find a description for it, but that's what they're calling it. They're calling that there's like a 4K uh, 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 there's a steel book only at Best Buy, but there's a steel book version coming out. But there is a 4K version, and then I saw this Wait, one. What's okay, it? What's What's the second version called? It's the It's called the Magical Movie Mode. That's all I can tell you. Oh, okay. I think I I think I think that's a mode on the special edition stuff that I have. Okay. I think it's one of those ones where you watch the movie. It's kind of like a pop up video. Uh, oh, okay. Magical. What's it called? Magical what? Movie, movie? mode. Magical movie mode. Uh, magical movie mode. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, what makes it? What makes it so special, though? It's actually it's to celebrate the twentieth anniversary of the movie. Whew. Oh boy. Uh. I'm looking, doesn't say, come on. What makes it so special? This mode is a brand new edition and it promises to give viewers a really new, unique way to experience the movie. Uh, read on further. Magical movie mode includes the director's commentary from Chris Columbus, offering candid insights and amusing antidotes from production of the first film, deleted scenes, quiz quizzes testing, and potent, potent knowledge of a vast array of tr- topics from the film, 
graphics and audio during select scenes of the film. So it's it's basically kind of getting like an audio comp. It's um okay, Warner Brothers. It is a Warner Brothers film, so I'm not surprised. Every once in a while, they would do this movie mode. It would, I, I think they they called it magical movie mode for Harry Potter, but uh, for Kevin Smith's version of Cop Out, you'll watch the movie and then he'll pop up and be like, "Oh my God, this we did this in this scene." Zack Snyder did it with Watchmen, um, where he comes okay. up and talks about a scene that they did, and it obviously it takes forever to watch the movie. It's I would say it's like a movie buffs version of the film. Some people are like, I don't care. I just want to watch Harry Potter, do a Sorcerer's Stone Stone thing. And other people might be like, oh, well, I really want to hear the story about how this came to be. Like, why did you pick Daniel Radcliffe? Or how was it so difficult, to, you know, the day where he's like, no, Harry, it must be you on the horse at the end. And not Hermione, you. You know, that kind of line. Uh-huh. You know, how was it to be filming on that day? And you'll see them as kids and They'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it was 20 years ago today. We all – the whole world got introduced not only to Harry Potter but to Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Ron uh, – uh, we got Robert. Rupert Grant. Robert, Rupert uh, – whatever, whatever his name is. The redheaded kid. Redheaded <laughs> <laughs> kid. doesn't even get a name on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all take all their money to the bank. This is what does it. This is – the phenomenon has started, you know. <sighs> All right, well, and they're selling that separate. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it might be on the 4K version, but the 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 regular kind of Blu-ray version—that's what they were. They're they're wow, hawking. So they're, ta- they're they're like, hey, all that stuff that you used to get for free back in the day, we're now charging you double for. Right. <sighs> all right. What else you got? That's it for uh, movies. We can move on to okay. video games at this point. All right. What's going on in video games? As if I don't already know. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, Grack uh, Memories of Azure, developed by Negative Entertainment and published by Team 17 for the PS5, Xbox Series SNX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday, August 17th. Then we have uh, Marvel's Avengers War for Wakanda, developed by Crystal Dynamics and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Stadia, and PC, and that'll be on Tuesday, huh. August 17th. Right, slow down on that one, because that's not actually a real game. That's probably why yeah. the DC... The, the, it's, it's DLC, DLC yeah. for the, uh, the Avengers game that has gotten shitty... Uh, what a waste of money and time. Okay. <laughs> then we have I, uh, I mean the, okay uh, the actual story part the, the game itself wasn't bad but it's what they did afterwards that kind of it's like hey you can get these special skins but in order to do that you have to get to a certain level and you have to play these levels over and over and over again with different characters and it's like yeah it's great and all and we promise new content like we're going to have Spider-Man and PS PlayStation people only can play Spider-Man and then we're yeah we're going to have Black Panther but then when he passed away they're like well we're not going to put it out right away because we don't want to be money grubbers about like something like that but there's a Wakanda level because but we also have Hawkeye and but it doesn't all you're doing is getting more people for a roster but you're not really changing the game in any way shape or form you know so this is just another like hey look here's a character level so at the end of it you get to actually have that character on your roster yeah uh. <sighs> Where's Spider-Man at? <laughs> it's the reason why I, I thought when I bought the game, I thought we'd be have like a bigger roster of characters to play with, and you didn't get anybody at first. Mm-hmm. And then it was like after the game got 
after the game started getting raked through the coals with not having a roster that they promised, then they're like, oh no, here's 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 what do you call it? Hawkeye. You get to play Hawkeye and yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have Black Panther and we're gonna have Spider Man and we're gonna have all these guys and everyone's like, Yeah, well where? Um we don't know. At that point the movie already got, you know, like, hey, it was sixty bucks, now you can get it for like thirty. Or now you can get it for twenty. And I'm like, Oh shit, we gotta do something. Quick. Give him Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> like the character no one gives a shit about, unfortunately. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> oh, what else you got, Ed? Uh, then we have 12 Minutes, developed by Luis Antonio okay. and published by Anna, well, <laughs> Anna Perun Interactive, I know I butchered that, for the Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Series S and X for the PC for Tuesday, or sorry, Thursday, the 8th, the uh, 19th. Yes, Thursday, okay. the 8th, yes. Um, I, I, this is actually, I can't believe it's actually coming out, because... Here's the voice cast. Ready? Mm-hmm. James McAvoy. Okay. Daisy Ridley. Okay. And Willem Dafoe. Oh, hi. Right. It's an interactive t- thriller about a man trapped in a time loop. Um, I was really... I've seen the, the trailer for it, and it looks fascinating. Um, let's see if I can get, like, a, a synopsis. Um <laughs> 12 Minutes is a real-time, top-down interactive thriller with an accessible click-and-drag interface featuring blah, blah, blah. Uh, give me a synopsis. Um, let's go to Wikipedia. Now, the game is taking place in a small apartment suite and areas around it requires a player to repeatedly play through events of a 12-minute cycle to try to solve a mystery. Um, I think the mystery is, is that his wife gets murdered hmm. and the cops think it's you. So hmm. you have to, within 12 minutes find out what happened and what happens is he well it, something bad usually happens but then it resets at that moment where his wife dies hmm. so I, it um I, it looks like i don't think it's a i don't think it's coming out on disc i, I thought it was digital only now I'm, I'm really curious about that one you know i got a week vacation coming off so maybe i can find out maybe i can get a hold of me. Maybe I find out what I'm going to do that week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what else you got? Oh, then we the have. Itself, I thought the voice cast itself was enough to get me interested. I'm like, you got three pretty decent people who play like a 12 minute, like in that game. Like, there's something there because very rarely do you get like an independent title like that with that kind of star power to do voiceover work, unless there was something pretty cool about it. But you know. Maybe that's just my head, the way my head works. Okay. But I'm totally into it. All right. What else is coming out, Ed? And then we have uh, Recompiled, developed by Five Games and published by Dear Villagers for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and PC, and that will be on Thursday, August 19th. Then we have Rims Racing, developed by Race World Studio and published by Nikon for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Switch, PC for Thursday, then August 19th. Then we have The Valve, Shadow of the Crown, developed and published by Falling Squirrel for the Xbox One and PC, and they'll be Thursday, August 19th. Then we have Ghost of... Tsushima. Tsushima, thank you. Director's Cut, developed by Sucker Punch Productions and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PS4 and PS5, and that'll be on Friday, August 20th. And then we have Madden NFL 22, developed by EA Tribune... Tri- tri- I'm sorry, 
Tiburon and published by EA Sports for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Stadia, and PC. And that will be on Friday, August 20th. And that is it for video games this week. All right, yeah, Madden's coming out. It's that time of year, kids. That's right, it's Madden year. Yep. Woohoo! Are you ready for some football? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get to the news, Ed. All right. All right. I have news articles. You sent me one. I don't know. I did think I? You just you did. You sent me one, but I don't think you read the actual article. I think you just saw the headline, and you're like, "I'm going to send this to Sean." <laughs> that sounds about uh, right. <laughs> Michael Sheen. <laughs> voted Doctor Who's fans' favorite to replace Jodie Whittaker as the new Doctor. Yeah. All right. Oh, Ed, you did it to me again. <laughs> you sent me the article without the actual link. All right. <laughs> oh, <I've... laughs> we did not right. research that one. Well, I actually read it. because oh. The reason why I read it was because that's how I know you just read the headline. Because they took a poll. Uh-huh. On that poll... Michael Sheen was voted the the one that most people would like to see as Doctor Who, not one who was actually replacing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, I, I got I got it from the title. I, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> no, I I just thought it'd be an interesting conversation, you know, say like who, like the, you know, the audience think it should be this, but what like what do you think or what do I think like the next Doctor Who should be, or you know, should there be another Doctor Who or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. um I it's funny like Michael Sheen um, I know him originally from Underworld uh-huh. he was the head of the Lycans and it's amazing what a beard does to people because his beard is gray and it, he and I know Underworld's an older movie but he's also in um, he was I don't know if you saw the Fox show Prodigal Son I think I got cancelled where the kid helps the fam, helps the cops solve serial killer crimes but his dad's also a serial killer <clears throat> Michael Sheen plays the actual serial, the, the, the dad of the, of the kid mm-hmm. um, but he's also in <clears throat> he's also in Good Omens he plays the good angel <clears throat> right um, so I'm like oh okay I mean I'll, I'm kind of interested I mean I like him I, I forget who else was like but some of the other people that was in the list I can't find it because I have no way to back, be able to backtrack that um, I'm like, all right, well, that's interesting. I mean, he's not bad, but I'm like, didn't he play in a Doctor Who episode or two? I thought he, but then again, it doesn't matter because I think everybody who's ever been on the show has been an, an actor on that show at some point in time. Right, right. Every, every British actor probably has to go through Doctor Who chops or whatever. Right. Yeah, you know, or, or or you know, or or their career, their career is like not over, but it's not like as a robust as it used to be in British television. So now they're like, you know, I need to get back on TV. And like, ah, uh, we can put you on a stint for Doctor Who, maybe an episode or two. You know, maybe get you get you, get you a character for it. I'll take it. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, cause I know like some, some actors, like there was an actor on there and I'm like, Oh my God, he was on a show from like the nineties, you know, like, and I only really know that because my brother watched the show, you know, then I was like, I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, like that's amazing. You know, that, that he actually was on an episode of Dr. Who. Well, well, Peter Capaldi wasn't on an episode of the show too. He was in the, the uh, David Tennant episode. I think it was where David Tennant, I want to say it's him where they go to Pom- Pompeii. 
mm-hmm. um, right when the you know right before the volcano erupts. Um, so, and I think he plays he he plays um, a, a Grecian there or Pompeian. I don't know what they're called, but he he lives on the island <laughs> right before you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a resident, and I was like, "Oh, okay, well, good, good, good job." <laughs> hey, good words! Like I said, pomegranate. <laughs> or pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> my dog's like one tenth Pomeranian now. <laughs> Where she gets her colors from? <laughs> I, you know, I do remember what name wasn't on that list, and it was Idris Alba. His name wasn't on that list. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 you know, some people were saying for him to be the next Doctor. I just think he's. I don't think he. Uh, I think he's too big. I think, I mean, like, I, I, I think he's, nah. movie, you know, he's a movie star now. So, like, him to go back to television like that would probably be for his step, huge step back for his career. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess Ed, I, I don't know. A part of me would like to say that, well, he's an actor, and if it's a good enough role, why not? I mean, I think now the line between TV and movie is kind of blurred a little bit. But I mean, I think that you're kind of right. I think that you know. Well, I mean, don't no, don't be wrong. I mean, there's actors that can do that transition like fluidly and be like, you know, like. But I think he's too hot of an actor right now right. to get him he, to do a right. series his, of Doctor Who episodes. Like his agent's like, oh, you want him to be Doctor Who? Well, that's going to cost you this. You know that man is now super famous. I'm also. You know how many people want him to be Doctor Who? Twice as many people want him as James Bond. Right. So. Put up or shut up there, Moffat. <laughs> he's not even running. He's, he's not, not even, even a short runner anymore. He, right. Put put money where your mouth is, BBC. Right. <laughs> you know? And 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 that's the that's and that's this you know the this kind of scary part about it is is that uh, you know it's just he's he's so big that not scary. I, I don't. My brain's somewhere else. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I would say Idris Elba is kind of big and scary. He is a big scary guy, you know. Scary guy, <laughs> um, but, but he uh, does have a TV show there. I think it was like a race car TV show. But I, it, well, but, he was like I said, like I think he had like he was like between movies or something like that, and he did like a, a series, like he was doing like his Idris Elba series. There was a series like for him, yeah, and, he, you know, he had his own TV show called Luther. Right, he, but I mean, but I mean, he did a reality show for a while. Like right. uh, you know, and I think I think it was like I don't know if it was called the Jazz Show or if it was Race Cars or whatever. But he did like a, it was like a short series, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, like now, like he's he's like just he just hit Suicide Squad, and he's like you know, right. like he's hitting movie after movie after movie. He's been in a lot you of movies. Uh, you know, I'm gonna skip this next article, and I'm gonna go right since we are talking about him, Ed. Um, I do have Idris Elba's next big role. <laughs> it's a cinnamon roll. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's he's gonna be Knuckles in the Sonic the Hedgehog two movie. <laughs> the actor confirmed his uh, his his casting by posting a first look of the character, or rather, the character's hand, including his signature spike knuckles. Uh, <laughs> and Idris Elba, he has and he just has knock knock Sonic movie two hashtag Sonic movie two hashtag knuckles. 
So, uh, just, I mean, it's not his first voice. He's led his voice to animated features of Finding Dory, Zootopia, The Jungle Book. Uh, now he's, he's going to be Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> there. All right. <laughs> Apparently it's scheduled to open in April 8th uh, next year. April but, 8th of 2022. Yep. Wow. So there. See Idris Elba as a Knuckles. But, you know who you're not going to see him as? Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or James Bond. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, never say never about the James Bond. But, like, you know, it's... <laughs> or never say never again. Oh. Uh, 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 <laughs> but, you know, it, like... I, I just I just feel that like a show like that is too much of a commitment. Now, granted, now there's not like there's not like you get a lot of episodes for for Doctor Who, so it's like you could do it, but it's like a lot of years of of time to to right. to develop those shows. So it it you know like to to he, he would be good if they were doing like a uh, like multiple doctors in an episode, like how they got John Hurt to be the War Doctor in that one episode. Idris Elba would be good as a doctor for a one-off episode. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you could have him as like, oh, there's this time where I was this. This was he was my red. I chose this form as one of my regenerations, and shit popped off, and now we have to go back in time or fuck with the timeline or do some timey wimey stuff where we have to go save him or he saves us from something that we do stupid. It's it's all mystical mumbo jumbo, right? They call timey wimey stuff, you know. All right, well. So, and, you know, I mean, you know, I said it's, it's, you know, I, I mean, I, I just don't think he would ever, he, you know, I mean, I think he would do a good job as Doctor Who, but, you know, like I said, I, I you know, and then again, I, I'd have to question that. I really do. I'm not saying, like, he couldn't do anything. I mean, you know, <laughs> but it's just like, like, could, could he really pull off Doctor Who? Like, you know, like, like, he, I don't think that's the type of character he could be. Like you know, like I say, like there's a limitations. Like you know, a lot of a lot of people put these you know actors and actresses on, on pedestals, and they could, they could do anything. And it's like, oh, you could play that part easily. Da, da, da. And you're like, right. can he though? Because it's just like you know, like what kind of writing is he going to get? What kind of cast is he going to go with? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's a who do you who do you get for his companion? Right. You know, stuff like that. Like, you just like, you know, like, what what kind of storylines are we talking about? You know, kind of thing. Like, what kind of, what kind of doctor are we going to get? Like, there, what kind of personality are we going to get? You know, we're going to eat yourself up. Because <laughs> he, 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 he kind of plays the same character. He, he's, he's kind of getting like a Tom Cruise of the. You know what? You are. You're, you're absolutely right. If you're going to hire Idris Alba for a role, you're probably going to get Idris Alba at this point. Right. You're not going to get a lot of character development. You're going to get the big, the big burly kind of guy who's willing to get in your face. You're, I'm waiting for him. His next movie, he's going to team up with a kid. I know it. <laughs> and <laughs> he, he made the leap he, with Sonic 2 there. <laughs> he's going to be what? in a kid's movie. Not he's with on that path. Yeah, on that path where it's like he's he's big enough. He start he start alongside the Rock. He's got his own kind of thing going on. He's a big, big dude, you know, muscular, very when he very imposing on film. You throw a ten year old next to him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Make it Idris Elba in Look Who's Spying Too. <laughs> 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 like, 
my son's bodyguard. Right. It's like he's, you know, they already did it with Dave Batista where he's a CIA agent. Right. And it's involved in that kid thing. But my spy. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? It's, do it again. It always works. You get a, you get a, a charismatic kid. You, you put the big doofus guy. You got to make a phone. You, I guarantee you he'll be there. We see where he hits his head or he slips and falls a bunch of times. You know, <laughs> or or you team up with a dog. <laughs> Idris Elba now is that has has reached that type of popularity where he plays the exact same character in every movie. So now you have to throw a dog in it or a child in it and make give him some laughs. Right. You got to make him the the punchline to a joke, and you go oh. He make him like a serial killer with a heart of gold, <laughs> you know that he kills this family, but then he realizes that there's a baby in the other room and he raises that baby as his own. Or, but the kid winds up being super sassy, and here he and he's trying to stop his kid from being a serial killer. But it's like Dexter meets. Look who's talking! I don't know. <laughs> 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 that's that's right that's, that's right now someone in Hollywood's going oh my god that's genius <laughs> why did we think of that and then, <laughs> but it's you know it's it's you know I'm not saying he's a bad actor don't get me wrong no, he's, people, great. He's, he's a great actor, actor you know but like I said there is a point where you're going yeah you really can't play everything like like everybody oh he'd be great this you know, I'm, maybe you know but but Let's let's be honest. I mean, you're, you're Kevin Smith will put it. He is so good. He could play the shark in Jaws. He could. I mean, let's 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 be real. You could play the shark in Jaws. I mean, why not? Sylvester Stallone just played the shark in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Uh, uh, but, but I mean, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I just, I, you, like, like I think, for me anyway, like the, the person that played Doctor Who, I really wanted to be like a nobody, like you know, like, like you know, maybe, maybe who somebody they, you know, not that they're, they're going to get like a fresh new face that they've never seen before, never acted in anything before. And this is their first shot at it, but you know, somebody very minor that you might have seen somewhere and you're like, Yeah, I kinda know that guy from from this show or you know, like one of those kind of guys and now he's Doctor Who. You know, like that would be right. to me the 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 ultimate choice. Because I mean like everybody's like picking all these celebrities and all and it's just like I appreciate all that, but you know, like they're a they're not gonna they're not gonna like waste like ninety percent of the budget just to pay them a fee, you know, just to just to have them act in a show, you know, like like you know, it's like it's like the way, way to way to you know think like like I don't think Michael Shannon like even though they pulled him as the like the the number one choice, I'm like he's like I'm, I'm flattered, I'm honored, but they're not gonna pay my fee, <laughs> like, right? Like there's a limit, well, I mean, you know. He's coming back for good omens too, so it's not like he ain't got a. You know, he's got like he's got work lined up, like <laughs> like right. oh, I guess I'll do it since I have nothing else to do. But <laughs> but as I say, like like you know, like with with uh, any any of those actors, like even if they're you know, I I, I, don't, I didn't I don't I didn't even see the article, so I don't I don't know who the list of character list of cast members or uh, people were uh, to be considered. 
Um, but I'm sure a lot of them were, were famous people. And it's just like, that's all well and good, but there is a difference between television and movies. Like, you could do a movie shoot in six months or whatever and take time off and do something else and then go back to another movie of that, like like a James Bond movie. Like, Idris Alba could do, like, a, a, a Bond film and do it in, like, you know, what, three, four months, six months at max. Right. And then do something else and then go back to Bond, you know, a couple years later, you know, when they finally get the script written, you know, the new script written and, and everything goes and, you know, all the, all the pre-production's all done and blah, blah, blah. And he, and he learns his lines and, you know, and, and, and does his job. So, you know, it's like, you know, that's one thing. But, like, TV, it's like 14 hours a day, 14 to 16 hours a day, every day for, like, months on end. And then, like, you know, they, they might have to do reshoots on an episode. So you might have to, you know, so you can't be, like, unavailable. You have to be available. It's not like, you know, oh, we can shoot around you. You know, it's just like we need you to come in because we need this scene redone or we need this, you know, added on to this to a scene, you know, so I need you to, you know, come and do these lines or whatever. You know, that, that's that's kind of like, where it's at so it's going to be more difficult for a celebrity of, of that caliber uh idris alba or uh, uh michael shannon to come in it's, and it's, you, michael shannon is the guy who played zod michael sheen is the actor we're talking about oh well then he's got time in the world <laughs> <laughs> never never mind that <laughs> It's <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> like I, was, I, had, I had I had wrong person vision in my head and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no related to Charlie Sheen, by the way. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. I don't want you to get more confused. So, so <laughs> he's not. No. Well. Then he's got all the time. What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> get him, get him a, get him a funky coat and, and put him in that box. Let's go. Charlie Sheen. Yes, Charlie Sheen, Ch- Charlie Sheen needs the work. So let's I make him know. the doctor. I think he's fine. <laughs> I haven't seen him work in a while. I'm sure he's still winning whatever he's doing. <laughs> he's kooky enough to play the doctor. Let's get him to do it. No, uh, but <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Going back to who I didn't think it was, or <laughs> but he, like I said, either 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 Sheen or Shannon. <laughs> At this point, I have like you know they've they've gone too far; they can't go back. You know, and it, it's it, to me, it's just like you're really going to get somebody who's played minor parts in, you know, in movies and tell well, not movies, but tell well, maybe movies, television stuff that like they they're 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 noticeable enough to go. I kind of know who he is, but I don't know why, you know, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, like, Ricky you... Gervais is the new doctor. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, but... You get the you get the smarmy chops, and then you get the witty responses, and it'd be great. I... <laughs> right there's a bunch of hoovians just went, "Fuck you, Sean." <laughs> Not anybody but him. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't see him doing it, but <laughs> he would not do it. He'd be like, "It's an honor and all," but I just fuck it up. <laughs> Nobody wants to see me as Doctor Doctor Who. <laughs> Nobody, except that one guy in Philadelphia. I'll I'll call him and I'll be like, "Look at me, I'm Doctor Who." Ooh, timey wimey. 
<laughs> I mean, Ed, I had the weirdest phone call. Somebody just called me out of blue. Sounded like Ricky Gervais, but he started pretending he was Dr. Who and then hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then again, thinking about that, Sir Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Ed, look, like, you having a laugh? And then just hung up. <laughs> Ed? I, I, we have to move on because right. I got I got news articles like you wouldn't believe. Okay, but they're all quick. They're not like you know nothing. I, I think like here for example, Ed, we you know Michael Keaton's in a new Flash movie, right? Yes, he's actually going to be wearing the suit. Okay, um, the reason why I know this for a fact is Michael Keaton says slipping back into the bat suit for the Flash was shockingly normal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here's his quote. Um, production currently under the way. Uh, he said, it's shockingly normal. I, it was weird. Like, I went, oh, yeah, that's right, he said. Uh, the actor spoke about how putting on the Batsuit flooded him with memories of playing the character so many years ago, which he found to be interesting. Uh, Keaton stopped shorts of officially confirming if he'll save his famous I'm Batman line in the movie by pretending he didn't hear the question, but it seems to be more likely than not we'll hear it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I know because he's out promoting that that new movie. He's got the protege, which looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. You there? Hello. He's punching and kicking people and like you know seeing him go. Yeah, you still got it. And yeah. Quick, we got to sell. And make sure people know that he can still be an action hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of casting, okay. Um, you know that they're doing a um a new Adams Family series for Netflix. Um, yeah. Okay. You know they signed uh, Luis Guzman as Gomez. Well, now they have officially added Catherine Zeta-Jones to be, um, what do you call it? Morticia. Morticia, not Morticia. Yeah, Morticia Adams. So uh, she's been tapped to serve as a guest star and play the matriarch of the eight-episode series from director Tim Burton and showrunners Al Go and Miles Millar or Miller. Uh, Wednesday, because it's, it's, it's basically about Wednesday Adams. Um, it's called Wednesday, and it describes as a sleuthing, supernaturally infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams' years as a student at Nevermore Academy. Uh, Wednesday attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities, thwart her monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town, and solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago all while navigating her new and very talent tangled relationship at Nevermore. All right. Um, Jenna Ortega will star as Wednesday. Uh, Louise Goodman Guzman from Shameless, but I know a whole bunch of other stuff, has recently cast as Gomez. And Catherine Zeta-Jones is uh, she's fresh off her arc as Fox's prodigal son. So, hey, hey. Um, she's got nothing to do. And so she's going to be Morticia Adams, which I'm like, all right, we nice to see her back and doing something. I guess, guess I, uh, guess I should have paid more attention to Prodigal Son. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed, I got big news, big big news. Okay. Hey, news that is probably like thirty years too late. <laughs> okay. Uh, Friend star Jennifer Aniston, David Schirmer dating months after admitting crush on each other. (laughs) 
I hope there's a point to this. Uh, this is from Fox News, Ed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me Jimmy Hoffa disappeared. <laughs> well, apparently, the Friends co-star. Uh, did you see the Did you see the reunion special on HBO Max? No, I didn't. You should watch it. One, it, it's kind of nice, like a nice little memory lane. But in that show, I can attest that both David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston said that when they first started on the show, they kind of had a crush on each other. But some, but they were very much not seeing. They were seeing somebody else at the time. So they were like ships passing night. And they also kind of thought too, like if we hooked up in real life and things went south, it would probably ruin the show, <laughs> right? Um, it was said that Friends go star the Friends reunion had Rachel Green and it's quote after the reunion it became clear that reminiscing over the past stirred up feelings for both of them and that chemistry has always had to bury as was still there a source related to the, to closer on Tuesday uh, they began texting immediately after filming and just last month David flew from his home to New York to see Jen in L A oh ho ho. Uh, the insider maintained that Jenner Aniston and Schwimmer have been, quote, spending time at Jen's home where she's cooked dinners in the evenings and have enjoyed quality time together chatting and laughing. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh, look, Ross and Rachel together in real life. How cute is that? Ed, but big news, even bigger than that. Even Jimmy Jimmy Hoffa's missing. No, Chloe Bennett exits Powerpuff Girls TV series. Did that even air? No, it didn't. Because <laughs> the last time we talked about it, they went back and had to re. They trashed the entire pilot because of things like you know it just the 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 recall the script leaked and people were like, oh my god, if this is the show, this show is going to suck. Uh, one of the 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 they had Chloe Bennett was going to be the Asian. Um, She's she's Asian, so they made her like super smart. And in college, she was trying to put her besides uh, her past behind her. Uh, Cameron Dove was going to be the ditzy blonde one, and she was going to be like you know like the Paris Hilton of the bunch. And then the um, it's Blossom Buttercup and what's the other one? Bubbles. Bubbles. All right, so Bubbles was going to be Cameron Dove. Um, I forgot their names already. Bubbles, <laughs> Buttercup. I think Buttercup and and what was the other one? Blossom. Blossom. I think Blossom was what? Blossom was a smart one. So that would that would have been Chloe. Then the other one was supposed to be the angry lesbian. Um, and she's green. Anyway, so anyway, the, the road to CW's live action Powerpuff Girls has been rocky. Back in May, that's when we talked about the pilot was being reworked. Chloe Bennett, Dove Cameron, and Yana Peralt were all expected to return the roles of Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. I should really just read the article. Um, but it looks like things are changing up once again. Bennett, who's best known to playing Daisy Johnson slash Quake on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., has officially exited the Powerpuff Project, according to Variety. According wow. to Variety, though, it was, quote-unquote, scheduling conflicts that forced her to leave the show. Uh, it appears Cameron and Peralta are still attached to the series, which was expected to begin reshooting later this year. Uh, Variety pr- reports that they plan to find a re- replacement for Bennett in the fall. Uh, recently, Cameron had a chat with comicbook.com that addressed the Powerpuff reshoots. Um, I can't tell you that. She admitted when asked about the status of the reshoots. We're going back. We are reshooting. We're taking a slightly different approach tonally. 
it's one of those things where you don't want to get it wrong and it's very easy to get it wrong in the same way that everyone from an outsider's perspective is like, how are you going to do that? We'll figure it out. But again, that's, you know, <laughs> uh, as for Bennett, it's not hard to be curious about the aforementioned scheduling conflicts, especially as Marvel begins production on Secret Invasion. There's been no confirmation that Bennett will be returning as Daisy Johnson and the star has denied rumors of her involvement in the past. However, based on on how much Bennett, Cameron, and Peralt seem to get along while making the first version of Powerpuff Pilot, we can't imagine Bennett would exit the series unless she had a pretty great alternative. Uh, This is a quote from her, actually. She's like, I definitely would. Bennett previously said when asked if she'd return to Marvel. She's like, I mean, I've had such a soft spot here. I started shooting the show when I was 20 and then finished it when I was 27 to get this time right now in isolation to kind of contemplate the past seven years and how much it meant to me really hasn't hit me yet that the show's over so it doesn't really feel like I'm done playing her yet so take that for what it's worth but I found it interesting that you know there's a shake up earlier in the year about the 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 what do you call it the state of the show and how crappy it came off and now one of them leaves like oh no well that's the thing I mean like 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 as as terrible as it sounds like how can you not watch it you know like just, just for the for the terribleness of it, you're kind of going. I, I really need to see this train wreck. It's not. It's not like I'm going to watch it because it's like the greatest show on earth. But it's like I, I'm kind of curious to see what they're what, how they're going to destroy this this beloved this beloved. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, how are they going to ruin? How's the CW going to ruin this beloved childhood cartoon? That's right. I don't know. It's like uh, making Yogi Bear a real killer. <laughs> hey boo boo we're gonna kill that ranger get that picnic basket once and for all <laughs> <laughs> or turn river to turn the archie and the gang into some guy <laughs> right archie king as a bunch of mur- like a mur- <laughs> just, as some murderous teenagers going across country we're turning him into fucking turn archie and his friends into the lost boys <laughs> 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 singing sugar sugar his blood spouring out of veins and stuff <sighs> Funny. speaking of vampires now that we talk about it um, I don't know if, we've, if I've ever known, told you that they're actually bringing Interview with a Vampire to an AMC uh, to the AMC as a show uh-huh. um, they just signed on who's going to play Lestat in the TV show All right. and he, he goes by the name of Sam Reed uh, yep, that's exactly what I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> like who? <laughs> Apparently, Sam Reed is a British actor. He's. Um, it's it said that this casting could represent a long-term investment as Re- is Reed, as AMC has also secured the rights to uh, all of Rice's Vampire Chronicle books, many of which feature Lestat. Um, obviously, they makes Reed the third actor to portray the vampire Lestat in a live-action movie. Uh, first one was Tom Cruise. The second one was Stuart Townsend in Queen of the Damned. Uh, should Reed end up reprising the role in additional projects for MC, he would be the first pl- first to play Lestat multiple times. Um, if you're wondering who he is, he is best known for his roles in movies like Anatomous, Bell, and The Run- uh, Railway Man. He currently stars in the Australian drama series The Newsreader and has also appeared in The, the Hunting, Lamb of God, Prime Suspect 1973 and the Astronauts Wives Club. In, two, in 2019, though, Ed, 
He had the role in the action drama Waiting for the Barbarians alongside Johnny Depp, Robert Pattinson, and Mark Rylance. So it's, I'm going to say, somewhat of an unknown, which is probably <laughs> the way to go. You're, you're a nicer way of saying a nobody. <laughs> I, I mean, he's got enough under his belt, but I mean, he's probably been overshadowed in some stuff, and he's in TV, so it's not like you're going to... He, he, he could be... He could have been that guy who was in that thing. Mm-hmm. Instead, now he gets to play as if the show gets picked up, and successful, he could be the new Lestat, and he could be great at it. I don't. I'm willing to give. I would rather see a nobody play it than somebody that I know and already have a preconceived notion of it. For example, Heath Ledger becoming the Joker. You're like, what? That kid? Get out of here! You know. So I'd, I'd rather have like a maybe somebody who I might not know and and have to take the word of somebody else going, yeah, I like him in this and I like him in that. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll be the judge for myself. Um, as a person who's read. Almost all the books, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. So I just hope he does a good job. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, if you have anything. Say so you're, just, you're like me, like what? Well, well, I see. Like, you know, like, like you, you, it's, it's, it's tough to say because, um, you know, you, you, it, it, it could be really good or it could be really bad. And you know, like, 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 like you just said with Heath Ledger, like, you know, you kind of go. What he the Joker? That's gonna be terrible. And then he turns out to be you know really good at what he did. You know for for uh, for his performance. And you kind of you're kind of like ah uh, you know like like I mean Hollywood knows better than sometimes we do. You know in terms of of what what like you know what they can do. So you you never know. I mean this guy could be really good as Lestat. You know like I said you you have to judge for yourself to find out. And that's what we're gonna have to wait till. Uh, that happens, you know, until it, until it airs and we get to watch it and see for ourselves. Uh, so, but you know, like I said, though, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just still stunned on like who, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. And you and you went through this list of all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I didn't see it. Didn't even know it existed. Didn't see it. Didn't even know it existed. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Oh, I know who those actors are. He was there. I completely missed them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like, hey, you no, know, he started alongside Johnny Depp. Who was he? Oh, he was the Black Pearl. <laughs> he was he was just a ship. He was just a prop. He was just a guy Johnny Depp talked to in one scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> for all I know, like you don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Earlier in the show, we talked about the What If series. Um, you and I both agreed it's a good show. All right. Um, I also said that I had an article about an episode that they wanted to do, but Disney said no. Okay. All right. Only the reason why they said no was because it fell out of their PG-13, um, their 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 playing field. Uh, the show's PG-13. This would have pushed it into probably the R-rated um, because of it due to its body horror themes. Now, it involves Spider-Man. Okay. So, so, and I actually read this comic too. So I was kind of bummed. I was like, they were actually going to do that. Those su- crazy sons of bitches. Um, <clears throat> there's um, we call it. It's let me see. It was going to be the episode that brought to life the comic arc that saw Peter Parker becoming a spider in something reminiscent of the Fly. Okay. Um, the uh, the I'm sorry. Who was the guy who sat down? Um, Bradley. See, AC Bradley. He was 
on a, a, a podcast called the Post Credit Podcast. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, there's a couple of episodes that were just a little too dark. Uh, there was an original What If comic run, I believe, where Spider-Man turned into a real spider, and that was just too dark and too body horror for their PG-13. Um, despite the relatively small limitation, Bradley went on to stress the creative creating the show was um, pretty much a joy. He's like, it's but it's but it's a blast. Blast you have you said it yourself. You're basically given the keys to the toy store. Uh, go have fun. Make sure everything was different. Don't give us ten of the same. Give us ten of the most different stories you can come up with. Um, and he hopes that they, you know, speak of it. But I remember, I remember reading that episode, and he really does turn into, for lack of a better term, it's it's something reminiscent of of the fly, where he turns into like a full spider, mm. eight eight eyes. I think I believe he eats Mary Jane at the end, like wraps her up into a cocoon, and like it's very grotesque and very like creepy. Mm. Yeah, I was like, oh, they, like really, you guys are gonna go. I was like, oh, good. Like, look, you took the swing, you missed. They said no, but it's nice to know that you were willing to go that far, because it was kind of a creepy episode, like creepy, creepy comic, because it was it was more like very horror esque than like ooh, flip, flip. Huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he legitimately turns into a spider man. Huh. <laughs> um. So, but now. Oh, I think I, we, you dropped no, out no, again. No, no, I, I paused because I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm, I'm self-editing myself, going, okay, do I save this for next week's show? I don't know. Um, I feel like Quentin Tarantino made a comment that he has an idea for a Rambo movie, and he's got the perfect star in mind. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. Recall it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino thinks that basically First Blood is in is ripe for a remake. Um, Quentin Tarantino, this is from Cinema Blend, has uh, often had a lot of fun casting out projects in his imagination, knowing full well that it will never come to fruition. Uh, the acclaimed writer-director has told everyone that he has one more movie in him left. He plans on retiring. He was on the Big Picture podcast. Um, he said he simply would want to adapt the novel behind First Blood. Uh, he says he knows who exactly who he cast. Uh, this is what he said. Quote, if I wanted to make a good movie that I knew would be good, I would make David Morrell's novel for First Blood and do the novel. Not the movie that was made out of First Blood. I would do the, the novel and I, would, and I would have Kurt Russell would play the sheriff and Adam Driver would play Rambo. Every time I read it, the dialogue is so fantastic in David Morrell's novel, and you're reading it out loud. It would be so good, but now I want to do more than that. But if it was just about making a good movie, that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> is have Adam Driver like, I didn't draw First Blood, you drew First Blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never read the book, so I, I, can't, I can't say. It's not one of the things where I can go, Ed, the book was better. <laughs> <laughs> just... um <laughs> i mean well he he was a marine adam driver was a marine so you you kind of go oh, okay, okay. Right, you know right. he's like so he's got a military background so you kind of go you know he he, he kind of fits the bill a little bit you know in terms of that you know uh you know to play somebody that came back from vietnam I, I think, uh, you know what i think that the problem is is that 
uh, personally, I think that talking about a guy coming back from the Vietnam is too old. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I don't mean that with any disrespect to people who fought over in Vietnam. I just feel like the stories about Vietnam were told through the 70s and 80s. Maybe, maybe you could have tapped into the 90s, but now in the 21st century, he would have to be a Marine, let's say, out of Desert Storm or out of something that's ha- currently happening now. Something that, that could be instantly recognizable and somewhat touched upon. Um, and you know what? In today's climate, too, you could still get away with the racist pieces of shit cops in the South. Right. You know, you could still get away with that. Um, you could still get away with, you know, what they do to him and how they treat him. And, you know, um, like I said, I, I have never read the book, so I don't know how how different the book is from the movie. So, but I mean, if, if you were just from what I know about the movie, having been a fan of the movie, I can go okay i can i can see them doing that you could you could remake that you you could i mean if you wanted to get kind of ballsier you could make him an african-american soldier just to kind of push the agenda a little bit so to speak you know to really <laughs> to really make waves against the people that you want to make waves against right idris alba is <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> is your choice for for Rambo. For Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> I forget Will Smith. Get get you, get Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got. Uh, I do have two articles, but I figured this one's. I got three articles, but I'm going to, I'm going to save. I'm going to tease next week's articles. All Ready? Right. Uh, last week we talked about how Matt and Trey the South Park creators have gotten a $900 million deal from Viacom. Yeah. They tell you how they're going to spend their money. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's next week. Uh Um, uh, Also next week, uh, Warner brothers and AMC strike a 45 day exclusive theatrical window deal for 2022. Wow. We could talk maybe a little bit about that if you'd like. Um, But I do want to, my last article is I'm going to say uh, to me a positive article. Uh-huh. Um, basically, I don't know if you knew it or not, Ed, but Tim Drake came out as bisexual in a new Batman comic. Whoa! I think that we we'll have to save for next week. <laughs> you mean save that to next week? Yeah. Oh, you got you got a lot. To say. All right, all right. I, we will save that for next week. Then I won't let that be the last article. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's go back to the Warner Brothers strike of 45 day one. That seems kind of like it says it all right there in the headline. Yeah. Okay, so we can kind of touch on that one a little bit. Um, <clears throat> apparently, we this is a quote. We are especially pleased Warner Brothers has decided to move away from day and date. AMC chief Adam Aaron said uh, the pact was sealed several months ago, by the way. <laughs> So this uh, this this is kind of gives you an idea how business works, because earlier in the year, Warner Brothers said that we're going to do day and date on our movie th- theatrical and streaming at the same time. Hence the reason why I was able to watch Suicide Squad in the comfort of my own home and not in a movie theater. Uh, and at the beginning, a lot of people were pissed. A lot of people said that was a bad idea. Um, so a new deal with mega cinema chain AMC Theaters. Warner Brothers has agreed to return to an exclusive 
45 day theatrical window in 2022. Um, <laughs> we are AMC CEO Aram, Adam Aaron unveiled the pact Monday uh, call during an during the earnings call. Um, it makes sense because it's third quarter starting most businesses. Uh, we're especially pleased Warner Brothers has decided to move away from it from day and date. We are in active dialogue with every major studio. Um, just as a refresher, like I said earlier, Warner Media and Rage Cinema operators when deciding to open its 2021 slate simultaneously on HBO Max and in theaters. Uh, the company since said that the move was in response to the ongoing pandemic and not permanent. Insiders add that the AMC arrangement was agreed to back in March. <laughs> the audacious Aaron said it was, quote, no secret that AMC was, quote, not at all happy when Warner Brothers, when Warner Media made its move after launching HBO Max. Uh, quote, an exclusive window is an important way to build big and successful franchises. Uh, before COVID-19 pandemic struck, the traditional theatrical window was as long as 90 days, three months. Uh, studios have tried for for years to collapse that period, but face boycotts of doing so. Uh, analysts who track movie ticket sales say such a simultaneous home release hurts a film's prospects at the multiplex, as well as encouraging piracy. Uh, over the weekend, Warner Brothers and the DC's The Suicide Squad opened at a troubled $27.6 million as consumer confidence drops because of the Delta variant and surging COVID-19 cases. Uh, throughout the pandemic, Disney has likewise made some of its event picks available day and date on Disney Plus and in cinemas, including uh, the, what do you call it, Jungle Cruise. Um, often such titles cost an extra 60 bucks for Disney consumers, customers to watch. HBO Max titles are still free for its subscribers. Um, during the earnings call, he also revealed that the circuit will take over an additional location that were previously part of the Pacific Theater's arc-like chain. Uh, AMC has already signed deals to manage the leases for the cinemas at the Grove Inn in Los Angeles and the Americana and Band. Basically, they're just going to try to keep safe some of these theaters that were closing. Um, he didn't provide any details to the specific locations as it's looking in Los Angeles for the Arclight chain, included the famed Arclight Hollywood, home in cinema in cinema cinemarama drome dome. Oof. Blah, 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 blah. The more important thing is the fact that they've to me was that they have struck a forty five with day window deal. Mm-hmm. I mean Alright, so you got forty five days to go to movie theaters. If not, then it goes you can watch it on streaming I mean, which again just goes to show that nobody cares about longevity movies they only care about opening weekend <laughs> well it's, well that that's the thing like i i mean you 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 figure hbo or warner brothers was banking on the fact when hbo max was released that they would have more subscribers in terms of you know like well if you want to watch it instead of you know you know Let's let's use the fear, you know, of of the pandemic, to you know go. Well, you can see it, but you can see it in the comfort of your own home for, you know, just the price of HBO Max monthly deal, blah blah blah. And that's usually it's the it's the commercial free version, by the way. I don't think it's the they could say now they have two tiers, right? The, yeah, the, they, now they went to a two tier system, right? The cheaper one I think is commercialized, but like I think it's ten bucks, and it's like you know they, I don't think you get the first run stuff. So you have to, you'd still have to pay the five dollars more, but I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you have 
two people watching it, you've made your money, you know, and, and right. you know, seeing a, a first run movie at your house versus, you know, seeing it in a theater. So you're going, okay, for, for that price, it's worth it. You know, like to, to do that, like HBO is like really smart and, you know, like going, you know, like Disney, it's like, yeah, if you want to see these movies, you, you will put them on there, but it costs you 30 bucks. So you're like, Oh, wait a minute. You know, like now, now, now it becomes, you know, like, like a, a thinking like, well, that's kind of high. You know, if it's just, if it's a family of four, it's, I don't think, it, I think it's, I think it's a no brainer, you know, like, you know, cause, right. you know, cause it's like, that's a, it's a submission of, of, uh, of movie tickets and you can watch it whenever you want. You know, you don't have to, uh, you know, watch it once and, and then wait for it to come out on Blu-ray or DVD. You can watch it forever cause it's yours now for forever and ever for right. 30 yes. bucks. You spend maybe seventy, eighty dollars on tickets alone for you and your family of four, right. or pay thirty bucks and do it in the comfort of your own home, where you don't have to worry about people talking. You get to relax, you get to push pause, you get to do whatever you want to do. It's, that's a no-brainer, right? So, 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 like that kind of stuff, like to me, makes sense. Like you know, like like with HBO Max cutting a deal for forty-five days, it's going. We're, we're, we're basically handing out an olive branch to movie theaters going, all right, well, you know, we'll wait 45 days and then and then peop, the streaming service will get it, you know, kind of thing. Right. So you go, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure in probably HBO Max's head or Warner Brothers head, they're going, it should have been 21 days or, 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 you know, or 14 days or something like that, like a two, three week window. And then it would have been on HBO Max and, you know, type of thing. And then that's, that would have been it because – they they want to they want to they know if they could probably get more subscribers because I I think this will hurt the uh, H excuse me HBO Max in the long run CBN uh, because uh, it's uh, you know like people are going well, I don't want to wait forty five days you know like they, you know like that's that's too long you know like like people will start going out to the theaters because it's just like all right well I'll see it for you know more money but you know at least i got to see it right away like like those people like they're you know like the you know a lot of people are like oh i gotta wait 45 days i have hbo max i gotta wait you know like instead of going to the theater you know, like everybody else you know kind of thing. but as i say like it, it really depends on the next year like what happens with the pandemic i mean everything's still kind of in the air i mean like this past week our our city here the city that we live in philadelphia it's they, they put the mask mandate back you know, and, right. and, and, and it's, it's, it's so like, so people are going to be kind of terrified again going, wait, well, why? You know, like, you know, like I was vaccinated. I still have to wear a mask to go inside and, you know, and it's just like, oh yeah, because they, you know, not everybody wants to get vaccinated and that's a problem. They're worried about the Delta variant, you know, becoming too strong and, you know, people getting, you know, sped, you know, through and you, you might not get sick, but you might be passing on to other people, blah, 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 you know, like all this crazy shit. And right. you're like, and you're going, all right, you know, like, Let's you know. Let's uh, you know. Let's put the cooler jets now, because like, the people are going. Well, I, I don't want to do this, thing. especially now with something with kids. It's like a family movie or something like that. They're not sure. going to risk their kids to to go through a movie, so they end up right. you know. It's bad enough the kids are going to go back to school anyway. Like they're going back to school in this potentially in this heightened agenda. Right. Like you know. So like, oh my goodness, now I have to go back to school and do I wear a mask? Or my is my teacher vaccinated? Because kids are also carriers too, and I don't, you know, like I mean, my mom is like an anti-vaxer, so I'm not vaccinated. But then, what if I get my teacher sick? And what if, like, I think there's already been some schools have gotten already infected out. And in, I'll be honest, it's mostly the southern states, right? Um, but it's still, it's it's still an issue. It's 
Right, and it's, it's the same. It's, it, that's 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 what the concern is. Is that you know, and because like like nobody can de- decipher for themselves here if it's local or if it's you know, uh, 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 you know, across the country, you know, kind of thing. Because that's the thing. Like people, some some people, it's like, oh, the the it's it's getting worse. Blah blah. blah. You're not here because you know we're sixty some percent. Like like we're we're not great. But we're not we're not you know in a terrible spot. You know, kind of thing. You know, other states are having problems, and it's just like their people. You know, states are just worried that it's going to come here, and that's that's kind of like, well, if we if we we put a mask on now, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll beat it. You know, kind of thing. It's just like right. maybe I don't know. Like I, I don't know enough about this to really determine one way or the other. But all I could say is is that like because of that, people could fear. You know, put freight, and then they're not going to go to the movies because it's just like, well, now I'm worried about you know my 12 year old son, or 11 year old son, or or daughter. You know, not going because right, you still got Chad who's going to wipe down the seats after an end of at the at the end of Jungle Cruise. I, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I'll be honest, because like we saw a movie and like the seats were still filthy. There were still like tissues and, and stuff in, in the in the cups, you know, kind of right. thing. And you're going, uh, <laughs> yeah, like are you supposed to be cleaning this? Like every after every theater, you know, showing or whatever. And it's just like they, they just didn't care, you know. It's just like. Okay, thanks. You know, at the end of the night, you saw so if we left, people were standing there like looking to go clean. But you're going, you didn't do it the last time. Why would you? You know, are you really going to do it this time? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, you know, it was like the afternoon show. There's other shows coming up. You know, and that's the thing. Like now, you know, you know, you start questioning everything. You know, and it, so it's like like the 45 day period. I think though is going to hurt HBO in a way, and then also it's going to hurt movies too. Like as I said, you're literally like like they're just opening worried about op- opening weekend or second weekend, and then that's it. Like after so many weekends, it's it's. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that somebody sat there and went, "Okay, you know what? They gave us a, a rash of shit about this day and date thing. What's the minimum amount? Like, how, like what do we really care about? We care about opening weekend, and in th- it usually hits video in six months. Uh, let's say we give movie theaters a three month window." What do you say? That the how is that going to work? And then we can do whatever we want to with it because we own it. Technically, we don't have to give it to them in the first fucking place. We do it to try to get as much money as possible. You know, I, I it's a business, so I think that there is a need for movie theaters. It's a social interaction. You get to have moments like there's movie magic moments that you can have not just on screen but also in an audience. I mean. For example, if you're watching Endgame at home, when he says Avengers assembles, you have that audience screaming. Uh, you don't get that at home. You uh, don't get those moments. That's that's why movies are made for those moments. Now, granted, somebody might be really yeah, but I hated that moment. It took me right out of the movie because everyone's screaming. No, no, that is a memorable moment. That you might have hated that, but I guarantee you that will go down as a memorable movie moment that nothing will compare to. You can't get that if you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I paid 30 bucks and watched it at home. You know, so I think... You know, somebody... Or when and the Winter Soldier, when Bucky Barnes pulled his mask off and the audience went... <gasps> right. And we, I think it was two of us were like, nobody else knew that? Right. The worst kept secret in comic book history, that Bucky Barnes will be the Winter Soldier, but everyone acted like they were like, oh my God, this is, can't believe that it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Right, or like um, my sister just went to um, Monster Mania because um, Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich from Scream were going to be there. Uh-huh. 
I remember going to see Scream 2 and, and finding out that the killer was Billy's mom. And at that moment, the whole audience went, Billy's mom? Like, legitimately said it, all of us at the same time. Like, a theater full of people were just really like, you gotta be kidding me. Huh. Like, <laughs> it was hysterical. It was just that moment of, like, holy, like, the, just you just have those moments of unity and you can only get that in the theaters uh-huh. like you can you know you can chuckle at it. you know you can like stacy and i did it today when we we're watching the our bank show we both said the exact same thing at the exact same time and we laughed about it and that's a moment that we we have but in theaters you don't you very rarely do you get to get that it's something magical and that happens on like opening weekends and that's what that's what everyone cares about and maybe in 45 days, someone sat down and went, yeah, you know what? We kind of taper off anyway, because in 45 days, we have our next big blockbuster coming out. So no one gives a shit about Jungle Book in 45 days. So let's put it on streaming. I know I know it's Disney, not AMC, but I mean, not Warner Brothers, but even still, Warner Brothers could put out Suicide Squad and they'd be like, oh, my God, Suicide Squad is great. But in 45 days, is anyone going to care? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, is anybody still talking about what do you call it? fucking um Space Jam 2. Anybody? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cruella was out. I heard it was good, but you know what? No one's talking about it. You know, no one cares because you know why Jungle Book came out. Mm-hmm. In about two months, is anyone going to care about that? You know, like, it's just it's just the nature of the beast because everyone wants that winning attitude. And maybe, maybe there's, like I said, maybe someone sat there and figured it out and went, okay, well, it gives AMC theaters enough time to be able to make as much money as they can regard i mean and i do think that i mean to to then make that deal back in march i think was a little a little crazy because back in march we were still dealing with some serious lockdowns and stuff you know yeah but i mean that's that's kind of like when the light the uh, light at the end of the tunnel was kind of peering out like people looked out and going you know what we 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 might we might turn a corner by like 2022 like all this could be all gone like that's the that's the idea you know kind of thing and then then, they they, they sign the deals they write the paperwork and all of a sudden people get involved in it and they (laughs) fuck it up for everybody else yeah (laughs) tell me to wear a mask fuck you give me that i'm not getting vaccinated Okay. <laughs> like, all right. Well, now we all got to. Now we're all grounded again. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Way to think about everybody else. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I did my part. I mean, yeah, I'm a horrible person because I got vaccinated. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got, Ed. All right. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Geeksters here on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Or in your car. Or on your phone. On your Amazon Prime. (laughs) Uh, Somewhere, you're listening to Geeksters. And we appreciate it. But you know what we would appreciate even more? If you went to our Facebook page and gave us a like, because, you know, we got bills to pay. <laughs> and we pay them in likes. That's right. Well, I, I get my payments in likes. I need validation all the time. So give me a like. Please. I'm begging you. We'll yuck it up for likes. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also go to Twitter and follow us there at Geeksters. 
Yeah, you could if you wanted to. I guess. Okay. Okay. We got it's it's kind of like you know the chuckles version. We should have like an Instagram post or Instagram. We should get on TikTok. We should put some of our let's put some of our clips on TikTok. See what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. <sighs> well, I guess if you want to talk to Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S H A W N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 